Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 12, Episode 11, Voices of the Gods. <laughs> I thought you were going to do a burp beat in between voices. Oh. I love burps. I was holding it just for big old squelch out. Oh, yeah. The old squelch out. Oh, yes. It's a classic hit in the old industry. How did your sternum industry... The sternum industry. How did your sternum injury feel when burping like that? Uh, it was fine. It's above your diaphragm, I guess. Yeah. It, this is like when I haven't surfed in a really long time, mm -hmm. and you're like constantly up and rubbing on the board mm -hmm. and doing that up and down motion and some twisting so mm -hmm. <laughs> i know that right. general feel yeah uh, now is this actually surfing on the waterways or is this back on the sand and you just uh, like rubbing yourself on that sex wax huh? yeah it's when i just dig a little hole just for my pee pee right and then i grind away now i have had some oh go ahead i was gonna say you didn't realize well this is very important you didn't <laughs> realize for a long time you ruined a lot of boards because you didn't realize you could just lower your body to to where your crotch was below the tail fins of the board. Instead, you kept drilling holes into the board just to get to the sand. And it's like, hey, you don't have to ruin the board just to fuck the sand hole and still rub your sternum up on the surfboard as well. On the fuck hole. Yeah. There's like yeah. 37 old surfboards with a self-glory hole, you yeah. know, a sand hole in there in the garage. Well, I mean, duct tape is a surfer's best friend. It's yeah. like, there's, there's a whole, you know, duct tape classics, like a surf series. Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, do just, you know, that's how they fix their boards up and just, you know, yeah, get yeah. out there. You know, get a little dinger, yeah. put a little binger on it. Yeah. I have uh, duct tape, so. You got to learn to duct dive. Yes. <laughs> For the duct hole. Which, yeah, it means you're, <laughs> duct, duct diving means you're leaning down yeah. to suck the surfer's dick through the duct tape uh, glory hole. Yeah. Which is the sand hole originally, right? But now it's for other surface mouths. Yeah, we call it the snorkeling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just <laughs> the put great a little snorkeling. <laughs> yeah, put a little mask on and suck his cock. Uh, <laughs> like a mask, like a Halloween style mask. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Not even a dive. Yeah, just not a like, COVID mask. But... Well, and not a dive mask that has oh. like, the goggles. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know it's like a, yeah. a scary Halloween. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. dick doctor is in. a mangled <laughs> face. <laughs> Ooh, it's one of those scary clowns. Right. <laughs> uh, <Boom>. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see very well, but uh, it's for effect. <laughs> actually, clown pattern uh, deters sharks, so it's oh, okay. actually safer for everyone in that situation to wear yeah, that kind yeah. of attire. Right. Um, so, yeah, they don't, they don't like the patterns because it's like clownfish, and those are poisonous to Right, them, right, so. right. I yeah. thought it was more that clown, uh, clowns, shark, sharks, uh, Jesus, shark have, have terrible, <laughs> have terrible eyesight. The clown makeup or look accentuates the emotions on your face, and sharks are very empathetic. They just can't yeah. see the terror in your face when they're eating a human. And animals, as you've always said, don't have a lot of differentiation in their faces, right? Um, whereas humans do. So sharks, yeah. once they see that it's sad and scary when we're getting eaten, right? They would go away. So again, wear those clown masks or clown makeup, waterproof clown makeup, at least yeah. in yeah. the ocean. Yeah, everyone knows sad meat tastes Help the fight worst. COVID. Uh, which is why, you know, when you want to kill an animal, right. you want to kill it fast. You don't want it to be sad exactly. and depressed because yep. that's going to get into the meat and just, yep. you know, that sad, <laughs> harm that sad sauce that gets excreted by the appendix. Right, right. So, so. 
That's um, why you should also take your own appendix out. You'll always be happy. No exactly. more sad sauce in your body. And if you can't get to it, just eat rocks for a little bit, yeah, and yeah. they'll get caught up in there, and, yeah. and the doctor will take it out yeah. for you. Because we don't have a gizzard like turkeys right. and other fowl. Exactly. Yes. That's where it gets digested, <laughs> apparently. <Right>. So. <laughs> uh, little tips and tricks for you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tips, <laughs> flesh. you can give us money that we want. We want money. You want money. Give us some of the money that you don't want as much, and we can have that money. If you go to patreon.com slash probingagealians, it helps support the show um, by becoming a patron. For at least $5 a month or more, you will get at least two exclusive podcasts. Full-length, sometimes longer than full-length podcasts per month. One of which is <laughs> Adventurous Ghosts, our Ghost Adventures podcast that is very similar to Probing Ancient Aliens, but it's with the very popular Travel Channel show, Ghost Adventures. We're currently on season three, episode two. That just went live today, actually. Uh, Povelli Island, where Zach Bagans gets possessed, uh, or so he says. And there's things you just don't understand. And then uh, additionally, you get uh, an episode of Probing Deeper, where uh, that's like the the more specific enhanced version of this show where we go, we probe a few knuckles deeper into uh, various subjects related to UFOlogy, conspiracy theories, um, old science, science, yeah. just other like that. people from the show. And yeah, what, yeah. you know, cause Childress has stuff and Wilcock right. has a shitload of movies and, and right. bits out there that, uh, you know, we can all watch together and, and events are fucked this year, but there is a lot of event content from, uh, 2019 on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's multiple live commentary episodes of event of, of uh, symposiums of panel discussions mm-hmm. that we went to, starring I'm just here for Giorgio Giorgio Sukalos, David Wilcock and his beard slash wife. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm old. not a gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, not okay. poor yeah. and I'm not gay. <laughs> I am successful and straight. I have big loose shirts. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, so, uh, but yeah, support us on Patreon. Uh, it helps us to invest back in the show. Again, we should have gone to Contact in the Desert this year, but canceled. Yeah. Um, History Con, we weren't going to go to anyway, but still canceled. Yeah. Alien Con seems to be no more. Just non-existent. Um, which, I think History Con was replacing that anyway, right. but History Con was supposed to happen at the peak of early COVID right. shutdown. So I think right. that just tanked, yeah. obviously, everything it is, else. It if is, there wasn't anything planned beyond it. Correct. 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 It is insane to think that the owners, executive producers, what have you at the History Channel mm-hmm. truly thinks that an ancient alien super fan enough to go to the convention is right. the same person that likes all the other shows on yeah. a History West Channel. West Coast Customs or whatever the dumb counting cars. Right. And American Amer- Pickers. Yeah. And, yeah. They think that they have History Channel super fans when right. it's like, no, maybe. I mean, I'm sure there's some out there, yeah. but. Your bigger chunk of people, mm-hmm. chunk, chunky people, our chunky boys, uh, chunky are going to be there for their specific show and yeah. genre and what it ties into. I'm just here for Giorgio. Right. The Which, lady on the street said it. Arguably, the uh, Shit Creek Island people. Uh, oh, uh, not Pavilion Island. Island. No. Um, Roanoke, uh, no. Uh, Oak Island. Oak Island. Yeah, Rowan yeah. Oak Island. Yeah. Oak Island and, and Ancient Aliens probably has some sort of crossover. Sure, but, yeah. Uh, because that it. falls into the ancient mysteries archaeology right, kind right. of I'm thing. saying, but that's your closest kind of Right. There are actually crossover. way more shows akin to Ancient Aliens on the Travel Channel where it's all these all these wannabe Indiana Jones guys 
doing travel shows where they go to fucking archaeological dig sites and all these exotic mm-hmm. locations and yeah. whatever. Bobini says we can take our Patreon money and take a trip to our favorite brewery. Oh, there we go. Which we could, but they're all getting shut down now. Yeah. <laughs> Again, two out here exactly, in Southern yeah. California. Thanks a lot, Newsom. At least the. I'd well, rather have an old daughter than a Newsom. <laughs> Uh, it seems to be, yeah, it just got announced today. It's not fully back because before they no, were closing I, yeah, down yeah. part, like they're at least smart enough now that they can't deny the science that when you're outside, it's safer and healthier. Right. And your immune Except system needs to be outside. they shut down the goddamn parks and the beaches. Ex- yeah. Or now, the parking, I should say. Yes, the parking at the beaches. Right. Um, which didn't stop anyone from going. But uh, um, Stop me. Uh, but yeah, they've done the... No indoor restaurants, which is how it's been for like a month now. Uh, no, you could dine in, I because I've sat inside a restaurant, mm-hmm. and I, or I would do pick up there sitting right. inside. But or sorry, L.A. County s- still had the its own because the mayor also well, said no indoor dining. They kept going of. in and out because we went to Modern yeah. Times and ate yeah. inside. So, but I'm saying for a couple weeks it was like outdoor only, and now it's like the whole state is saying that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah, it's all re-shut down. Right. Again. Gyms have closed again. Salons and nail places closed again. Matt's really hitting hard with that. Yeah. I am I am bummed for my wife because she she had been doing, she's really into Club Pilates. Yeah, um, a lot. And uh, she got to go back for a few weeks and now, which is so dumb because Pilates is, there's classes of maybe six people now that uh, COVID happened there was only ever a max of 12 in the class. You're all on your uh, the Pilates reformer machine, which are all like seven feet apart anyway. <laughs> and they would clean it in between. Each. So it's like the it's not like you're all sharing weights. Yeah, no one's sharing just, anything. It's just tough to like it's, laser in on these like certain. It's an ones. optics thing, too. He can't look like he doesn't care what about saying. whatever. It's it's a gym. You have because because to... some people we know yeah. aren't you're not going to see till uh, there's a vaccine in your life. Yes. They're a little and too hardcore. Bo Bandy says how science works. But. Out in Florida, everyone's outside and they're still tipping the charts. Yeah. People also say, as much as I want to shit on Florida because it's just funny, uh, there was a lot of the, <laughs> there was a lot of the animated GIF slash meme of Bugs Bunny desperately sawing something off, and then you see Florida going, and he's cutting <laughs> off the state of Florida so it sinks into the yeah. water. Um, when that on that news story, but uh, there's a lot of people saying that. It's not actually true. They're still fudging the numbers. New York is still actually the case because they're saying it's like, I don't even care. But there's just a lot of weird, like we were saying last week or the week before, it's not like I'm saying everyone's just lying. But there's, this is the first time in my life where it's like, oh, a lot of the media just doesn't have, even our the biggest organizations running this shit or fixing this shit don't even have all the answers Yet they're also they're still trying to control their narrative so much. Yeah. It seems kind of desperate. I think it's just know? a lot of information coming in and yeah. who to trust, where, when, and how you get it. Right. I would just say again, I just trust Fox News and Trump. That's all I do. My doctor friend who works at Stanford basically said if you get caught lying about COVID, yeah. you're sh- you're right. fucked. So in theory, no one really should be lying about COVID right. and getting money and saying someone who died of cancer died of right, COVID right. and like that kind of shit. They take a Hippocratic but, oath. Uh, oath. Yeah. Uh, Hippoc- Hippocrates PPO. mentioned in this episode too. Yes, but Trump also was. We are not for... starting to talk about the episode yet. There's at least 20 more minutes minimum. Oh, try 40. <laughs> We're only 11 minutes. Just trying to in rope joke. those mid, you know, yeah, people that Maybe are sort of into in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Bobandy is a nurse, and her hospital is oh. filling up. So that's good too. But uh, my other friend, <laughs> I was going to say something <laughs> shitty, and I'm oh, like, oh, oh. that's his... not shitty. It should be a compliment. No, I was going to say. 
hey, because she knows how to use those latex gloves the right way. That's people are lining up like customers. Yeah. Oh, Bandy gets those <laughs> those free prostate exams because she can train every day. Yes. Every oh, fucking yes. day. Oh, Bandy's uh, always milked, freshly yes, milked. Because yes. my one friend, too, was like, hospitals, because there was a whole conspiracy early on, like, hospitals are empty and people right, like right. videotaping. It's like, yeah, because all the elective surgeries were canceled, right, and right. that's what's mostly in hospitals exactly. and generating income. Hey, so, give me a third and then, ball. And people are staying away from an ER because they're like, well, I'll right. just deal with this here at home because I don't want to get shit. So it actually was draining hospitals right, right. and causing them to be less full. And now it's just Miss Bobandi draining those hospitals. Exactly. <laughs> those, those host bills. <laughs> also, uh, speaking of Bobandi... Uh, I think we inspired. He can he can oh, say his piece yeah, yeah, here, yeah. but I think we inspired him to go play his first round of disc golf this weekend. Yeah. He was posting a couple disc golf pictures, yeah. but I couldn't tell if you were walking the course or or taking a bike ride, right? Or that was a while ago. He had the wheelie bike. Oh, okay. Photo. Oh, it was broken or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, let us know if you were actually throwing, yeah. slanging some discs, yeah, or just making some chain around. music, yeah. Um, uh, West Coast Geese also said, see, <laughs> one, open the theme parks because he's a big trash monster. Oh, okay. But he also wants Oh, is some... he one of those guys that just is obsessed with theme parks? theme parks? He goes with his wife down to Florida for like a week, mm. and they just do They did open Halloween Walt Disney World again. <laughs> <laughs> they would do like the Gosh. horror nights and go to a yeah. theme park every day and then go to horror nights, wow. and they do that for a week straight. Hmm. Uh, but he says one, he wants- One day of that sounds fun, and then it's not fun anymore. <laughs> Uh, he says he wants some Patreon money, but you can't have it. You got. He ask wants Bobandy. our Patreon money. Yeah, he says just we should give him some tips. But I was gonna say if maybe if he shows you know pictures of him fucking a flashlight, right? <laughs> exactly. Maybe Bo Bandy's into that. Oh or yeah, someone yeah. Else. You could probably get your own going. Yeah, so, yeah. Maybe or a trying little, to suck your own weed. Maybe a little Mrs. Bo Bandy West Coast Geek act yeah, crossover yeah, action. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Collaboration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, and now Bo Bandy's not answering. Come on, Bo. Maybe he's screaming at his wife for giving yeah. prostate massages and hand jobs to people exactly. at the hospital. Hey, we're just throwing out Patreon content. We were going to do sandal flop videos. Yeah. That's what I heard, okay? Picture, pictures of me cupping Joey's right. nuts and how far they can stretch. Yeah. I was going to say, your hand is the back of your hand's <laughs> on the ground right, cupping right, my right. nuts. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm standing on a step stool. This is some of the content. <laughs> you can go out there and be a content producer yourself. It's uh, never going to snap. I, yeah. I think my superpower is I'm like Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four, but only on my ball skin. Yeah. <laughs> it can stretch to insane lengths in any shape. Um, but I also don't have, sadly, it's not like his <laughs> limbs and it's not like an elephant's trunk. Yeah. I don't have any control. It's not opposable. Exactly. It just hangs there. Yeah, it just, it, it has a mind of its own. Like your heart, yeah. you can't control its beat. Exactly. It yes. Uh, so when you're and working yet. out, it's going to change, and when you're not, it's going right. to change somewhere else. And Bobain says, no, he was trail riding in uh-huh. a goddamn I knew he was, di- he was biking. Diking. <laughs> He's it out there biking around. intersects his path, and it looked like he was at a goddamn Sublime concert. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We we did talk about that on our disc golf episode of Closet Knowledge. Um, also available, the audio is on Patreon. I think it's lost forever to Twitch streamers. But if you're on Patreon, you could probably yeah, no listen video. to yeah. the audio of that. Another little perk you get for patreon.com slash Uh But we do talk about how we hate most other disc golfers. Which today, we are just at the Long Beach oh. El Dorado course oh. in a fucking... We played like... Well, I've played five times this last week. I think you and I played four times. We did Monday, other. Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, today. And then today. So, uh, but yeah, the it's the course locals. Yes. Who are piles of shit at every course? Because right. I think it's just like these hobolo people that live at the 
the park and then there's yeah. a course there so then they just that's their thing so they yeah. can look like they're doing something and again this you can either find because people just lose them right. or you can pay ten dollars a disc and you yeah. know now you got a set and you've got your right. friends and everyone drinks and fucking just keeps getting yep. wasted a lot of these guys are legit homeless no yeah and legit live in or around the park and are legit pieces of shit right who can go fuck themselves <laughs> right <laughs> Because they're assholes. Yeah. Like, they're like... They act like, like they own the park. Today, th- like, they're sitting at, ho- at T number one. Yeah. We walk up. They're like, look like they're going to start playing. So I'm mm-hmm. like, who are you guys going or can we play? And, right. and one of the guys was Being nice. polite, yeah. He's like, no, no, go ahead and play. Yeah. Said something. I was like, yeah, we got another. He's like, we're just taking a break. I'm like, yeah, it's another warm one out here. And some guy who looked like Carl, but yep. not, like, uh-huh. beat red. Yep. Gray hair, somehow yep. spiky a little bit. Yep. <laughs> not looking at me, looking away, going, No, it's not. It's not anywhere near as fucking hot right now. Yep. And I was like, Oh yeah. He's yeah. like, not anywhere near as hot. And then the guy, the nice guy's like, they yeah, were angry because just... their their house, the park, didn't yeah. have good air conditioning the past few days because exactly. it was a heat, it was ninety five degrees each no day. No central there. Yeah. Only these weird units. <laughs> uh but he and then the nice guy's like, Well, no, it's just a good reason to drink beer. So we're like, Yeah, laugh yeah. it off. Play. And mm-hmm. then probably about whole 14 15 yeah they six of them jump on the course where earlier two guys who were like pseudo gary's yeah like were playing behind us and complaining about how no one lets them play through right and there's big thing you know groups and they almost get in fights at places yeah and then literally i think the group he was talking about was like yeah mike and the boys like literally dirty mike who fucks people in cars (laughs) from the other guys that movie but it's like oh yeah mike and the boys are over there yeah as and if like, he kind of liked them right, too, right. and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, fuck this guy those too. Fucking guys, again. So we get up there and we yeah. catch them at like hole fifteen, sixteen. Right. Adds literally thirty plus minutes. Yeah, yeah. Because it's six of them yelling at the top of their lungs, yeah. all throwing they're, shit. They're all scream talking at each other, yeah. and they all suck. Yes. Also, did did you think that those two guys behind us that were complaining? Did you think that that was his son or like his little boyfriend or no, something? No, it was his son. Okay, because he was like very quiet and scared looking, like as yeah, if yeah. he was a slave. It was out of either a cage his son day. or like some sort of nephew or relation. <laughs> That's what they're calling them nowadays. Yeah, yeah, eh? so relations. <laughs> Which again, those guys both think of himself as uh, some sort of nephew or something for uh, Uncle Daddy of it. Yes, <laughs> massage Uncle Grandpa. But. Uh, Uncle Grandpa, <laughs> I'm my own grandpa. Stupid. What is that from? That was the um, the guy oh, fuck. who did a bunch of drugs and then left. He was in Roseanne. Oh, uh, oh did a bunch of uh, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Yes, and it was the Stupids. That's, That's what it right. was. And there's a song "I'm My Own the Grandpa." Uh, uh, that movie was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, and yeah. they didn't have a bag, but nope. they had discs. And anyways, yeah. it it. it it started off fine, yeah. but overall, we just got caught up. And literally, yeah. there's like probably like 15 groups. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was packed. All jammed up together. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, golf overall, is, it was fun. Golf yeah. is one of those games where you have to share the course, and it's and every person that's on that course yeah. can set their own pace for how they're playing. Right. And there's certain etiquette, and yeah. it's always never a written rule. Just like in surfing, like right. there's etiquette. But right. if people don't adhere to it, right. and then enough locals don't adhere to it, then they run the spot, yes. and you can't like overthrow them right. without getting into a literal physical fight. Right. 
And then they live there, so like anytime you go back, they're just yeah. always going to be there because they have literally no place right. else to I go. Guess, I guess like you were saying earlier, another way to think about it is because they think of it as their home, Right. There's always uninvited guests showing up to their house. Right. That well, they can't really kick out, so they're gonna like passive aggressively make them feel like you don't want to come back yeah, here. It's just like surfing. It's exactly the same thing. Like this is my spot. And I don't recognize you, yeah. so I'm gonna fuck with you or right. fuck with your stuff. Right. Um, and until you're my buddy, right, I'm just right. gonna always shit talk. Because yeah. even at Huntington, where Joey and I played four days a week, yes, yeah, yeah, and saw the same fucking people, and they they had to recognize us. Uh-huh. They always gave us shit yeah. and always fucked with us because we didn't ever bro down with them. Exactly, because those guys also fucking live there. There was yeah. a time where I saw like a $20 bill on the ground, and I went to grab for it, and it started flying away. I think that I wasn't I was there. Like, that what? was before me. Or maybe yeah. – or, no, you, you were – it was probably Dorsch Corner was there right, with me right, that right, time. Right. And I followed it for another few feet, and then I looked up, and some guy – that was sitting there, one of those scumbags had it on a fishing line. Right. And he was sitting in a beach chair. Yeah. With his cooler and his food yeah, and all the shit. His ass laughing his ass off because he was fishing for fools or whatever they call I'm like, I wanted to fucking strangle him with that shit. But yeah. yeah Again, yeah. those people almost ruin the sport. Right. You know, it's Hence why Joe and I say we hate most people who right. like the things we like. Right. Because they're all pieces of shit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Bandy says you never shit on another man's break, and that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to shit in the water in yeah. general, but um, voices of the gods, everyone. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Strange episode. I guess again, focused. I guess, but in a weird way. But uh, but we'll get yeah. to the episode later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After these words, yes. from um, not our place that Joey still needs the email exactly. so we can get our goddamn get our money. A little bit of dough. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we have a little segment here where we ask all you little probers and probets out there to give us a five-star review and help us, Probing Ancient Aliens, reach for the stars. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We need the most help there. But or, but or, when when you're in rough waters, you need a but or, okay? Well, and that was um, a really hot commodity back in the day. And yeah. people were coming out and digging up all sorts of mountains out here and just ruining oh, yeah. the environment for that butt or because yep. you could just melt it down into precious gas. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> you could power a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. No, thankfully, we're not on that anymore. They called it depressious gas because if mm-hmm. you smoke too many fumes, or you brothe too many fumes of that, you mm-hmm. would just get depressed, suicide, jump down into yeah. that pit. Exactly. Uh, butt up and smell air. like piss. Exactly. Face down, ass up is how you went. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but I'm yeah, reaching to think of fossil fuel, yeah. but it's coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have uh, a new review here. Uh, we have two, technically, um, but one that really, really counts for us. Just because Apple Podcasts, uh, we have the lowest rating because we have we have a one star or five star show to people exactly, <laughs> and so we have like a three point six or seven something at a five overall rating. Go on there and help us get a five star rating overall. Uh, and this person that reviewed us is named. Uh, K. Humrichhauser via Apple Podcast United States. Uh, and they say, Probe me, Galactic Daddies, five stars. I've been a listener of the podcast for over a year now, and you guys are great. Incredibly grotesque and entertaining with an unbiased analysis of the show. 10 out of 10 would smash. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, but uh, that's like when like a mini boss would enter the room in Castlevania or something. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you, K. Humrichhauser. I think they're. German trousers on oh, there you go. Message us something nice. Uh, and then we have an old fan, Gosh, and for a show that's only three years old, um, we have an OnlyFans. Uh, we have an old fan here 
uh, Zank Frappa, where they've uh, juxtaposed the Z and the F because it's like Frank Zappa, mm-hmm. the singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say, I'm a prolapstronaut from way back, five stars on CastBox. So thank you, Zank Frappa. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really a lot of, unless you know of any, there's not a lot of ufology news other than the hourly updates from Ryan Sprague and his life. <laughs> yeah, how he's in Hawaii. <laughs> yes. Which I, I guess he, he must know someone over there because otherwise that's a very expensive vacation because right. he's been there for like over a week, like right. 10 days probably. It's also crazy to think of Hawaii for New Yorkers as an 11-hour flight. Oh, whereas yeah. Whereas for us, it's like, oh, it's five hours, whatever. Yeah, it's like, do we go West or Do we, do go, we go West Coast, Coast Geek? Or, or do we touch, <laughs> touch little West Coasters? Right. Um, but then when they want to fly to like England or Spain, exactly, it's like it's seven hours or something yeah. too, or instead five, of twelve. Think, yeah. yeah, so uh, same swing a ding. Yes, dong. Yeah, uh, just like that guy today when you're like, yeah, Huntington, these assholes, yeah. they're playing with like seven people. He's like seven, try eleven, yeah, try and you're like, like, okay, it's a number bigger than four. <laughs> right. So fuck you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, try eleven. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro. I don't know. I just knocked over a piece of wood, yeah. a log. I'm like, I don't know. Your fucking exact experience. I'm not Gene right, Gray, right, right. okay? Like, yeah. I'm not Cindy Kaza. Right, right. Okay? <laughs> Fake ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, just like, yeah, just, I'm trying to I'm trying to vibe with you here. It's a vibe, yeah, okay? Yeah. We're Have just sitting Instagram? here co-complaining. Right. COVID complaining at the COVID cabana. Yeah, so stay away because <laughs> you guys are all trash people who probably yep. have all sorts of diseases. That is true. I'm always like, like, not that he was, like, up in our business, but he was a little closer... Than I would have expected. Yeah, but, but he those, also he's seems the like, classic. Like I don't need no fucking he, people. Yes, he looked exactly like the guy who will rock walk around the grocery store, coughing on people, and yeah, I'd be smirking at people that are all wearing yeah. masks right now. You, you guys know, are all but, buying into the bullshit. Yes, it's all fucking Trump it. cares about me and my fucking trailer. Right. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was big news. Sadly, that uh, Trump wore a mask for the first time in public, like right. the other day. <laughs> Well, and some things were like, okay, don't give him too much shit, because then, right. you know, exactly, this is yeah. a step in the right direction. But they but, can't help themselves. Um, also, Friday, we played La Mirada, which was, Ooh. and it was 93 degrees outside. Yeah. Fat Matt over here actually joined us. Yeah. And his he's been dogs were times. barking, but yeah. he's getting into it. He's getting better. His throws are getting flatter yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, He's gonna have drives to, are getting longer. He's going to have to work down to those more minimal shoes, though, because that's actually what's hurting his feet. So you think? Yes. So he says, I think he's going to have to work down to that weight. <laughs> True, but I'm like, I'm a bigger <laughs> man than Matt. I mean, I'm a larger man anyway, but well, a bigger, like, yeah, I don't know. But I think the... The burger to fry ratio on Matt's a little... <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh-huh. Uh... God damn it. He's not what over there squatting. The fuck is 17 pood kettlebells or whatever. What happened? Oh, we all Sorry, I'm just this fucking the screen, I don't know, it gets chunder on it. Oh yeah, our stupid touch screen. Right, when we take a break, <laughs> I'll fucking wipe it down. But. Um but yeah, I haven't heard anything from Sukalos. Wilcock is continually just reporting new classes on things. In light it's all just enlightenment and ascension classes. Um I don't really, I follow William Henry, but he doesn't really, he doesn't actively post anything. Right. So then I'm like, I always. Unless he's selling cheap sunglasses. <laughs> right. Um, I also wonder, like, what a couple of the the A minus B plus tier guys like him uh, do for a living otherwise. Because, like, Childress, he has his bookstore, he has right. his publishing magazine, thing, his magazine, yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, Adventures Unlimited Press, like all that stuff. Right. Um, and he promotes stuff every once in a while. Um but like Sukalos is Sukalos is Sukalos. He's he's 
Sukalos enough that I assume that he gets by just on his stardom from the show. Yeah. Also, I'm just Sukalos. Also, Kevin Burns. <laughs> also, Kevin Burns constantly joked about how very well paid Giorgio is oh, yeah. for the He's show. Getting plenty yeah. from us. Uh, which I'm like, as a History Channel star, which I think is a slightly lower echelon right. than, you know, Brad, Bradley Pitt. Right, right, right. <laughs> Someone like that, you know. Um, but. Uh, Brainal. But otherwise, yeah. Hadley Britt. Childress has been promoting some stuff, but just like books and uh, tours for next year in the hopes that we can all travel. Um, But uh, that's even shit in uh, the springs getting canceled. Yes, exactly. I know. And so, because everyone's going on this theoretical, oh, 18 months till a vaccine from the beginning. And it's like, we don't know that, though. Also, not not everyone's going to take the vaccine and it's not going to be available day one entire world you know yeah, yeah it'll yeah, take yeah. a fucking year to vaccinate well, and everyone if all it those even things gets take like so that. long to like hey am i gonna be free am i already right. set up for this and they're like if i can't guarantee it i'm not gonna book it so right. no one will book anything exactly uh bobandy says bar is just a garage man out in fucking akron ohio right right true yeah and he lives with his brother that looks just yeah. like him it Eating looks his, like hey, you don't have to worry about the family because he's got those little sausage fingers that oh yeah just nibble on and yes. regrow and yes. just kind of keep on going <laughs> So as long as you sparse it out uh, and you have enough mustard. Yeah, yeah. You do a hand one month, another hand the next month, and then it regrows. No, it's fine. Well, his his brother looks like the kind of guy that plays Russian roulette with a desert eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Every time he's pictured, he's he's posted a picture of his brother. He's just sitting in a gross chair Mm -hmm. with his sad, overly fat dog that you know he feeds people food to all the time. Right. Hanging out. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then Barra will share pictures of hot chicks in bikinis with guns, with assault rifles <laughs> and stuff. This is how so, I get off. Yes. Okay. Um, now, hey, stupid simp. <laughs> like, kind of, again, as I've been saying many times, I'm very excited because over the next 10 episodes or so, the show Ancient Aliens will be, mer- will be existing. Ancient Aliens, the show, will be existing, will be cohabitating a world with probing Ancient Aliens right. in their time. So I'll be interested to see... The little nods and mentions that happen of yeah. our show, <laughs> starting <The> with sponsors, <laughs> starting with the 2018 season. Oh yes, uh, which is season 13 coming up next. Soft so uh, there's five or six episodes left in this season. It's a long season, mm-hmm. but um, but no, I am interested to see like as as the timelines cross right, over right. like that, right? Because this episode, it's not the very first, but it is the first extended appearance of. Dr. Travis Taylor. I was going to say, this is... Highlight of the episode. I think this is the first one, right? He he had done a couple very short talking head moments and and a couple seasons before, but this was his first at UC Irvine, just down the 405 here. Matt was like, why are they always at UCI? Yeah, well, because like UCI is a big school, you know? The the Chinese immigrants, there's a lot of Chinese immigrants, okay? No, it's University of California at Irvine, right? But it's colloquially known as the University of Chinese Immigrants because it's a, it's a very big, heavy set of balls. No, it's a big STEM school, which mm. now they're calling STEAM, I guess. Oh, I. It's like it. something, and then ac- they're trying to fit it all together. But anyway, uh, well, now Joe Rogan, that scientist, he was like, people are anti-STEM. Exactly. And like, it's like, whoa, so the rebranding, whoa, whoa, whoa. yes, because apparently math, science, and engineering is racist. Right. Well, because it was all so. Not to dive deep into this, but apparently if it was thought of and done by white people in the fields, mostly white, then right. it's racist. So right. anything about it's racist. Right. So then all of science and math, right. even though a lot of well, math is technically not. It just is what it is. Right. But yeah, that's what the point he was trying to make. Right. He's right. like, 
what people aren't seeing is that it doesn't matter who discovered the tools. These tools exist in our right. objective reality and should be utilized for the betterment right, of right. all. But that's not where everyone is right now. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a growing, some growing pains. Uh, Arnold Stabone, a.k.a. Boners out there. And there's things, there. you know, people can do. To, again, like I've always said, like, if a company's like, hey, we need to, like, get more upper management in these people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's like you need to start further upstream. So right. let's invest in these educational programs right. in these these different regions and areas that maybe have a higher ethnic or you right. know, non-white population. Right, right. That maybe Diverse. don't always get to the next level. Exactly. Let's invest so those people get to the next level right. so we have a better hiring pool. Right. So they can actually get those jobs, be successful, right. and move up. Investing the in the future, right. not just saying, let's look for 10 guys to hire right now. It's like, well, they right, might right. not exist because you never hire those kind of people in lower-level jobs, and they never work their way up in the company. Right. They, or they just they didn't go to college. They didn't have right. this. They didn't have That's those a, opportunities. Yeah, exactly. yeah, to, you to never set them there. up for success. Exactly. Because you know, so. then your pool is just always going to be this like smaller group, technically. Right. So that's not pool. helping anyways. Right. Yeah. You got to go kiddie pool, above ground pool, like a lot of East Coast and Southerners yeah. have, and then an in ground pool, which yeah. is the American dream. And then the porno pool. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, other than that, yeah, really no. Um, yeah, everyone says that, but idiocracy is coming true. Well, people are saying, which honestly isn't the worst person to vote for, but they're saying The Rock is like a that potential That was also candidate. on Joe Rogan, too. And yeah. I was like, well, yeah, that's what he, yeah, he and yeah. other people, yeah. Um, but I was like, you know, again, if sadly, all we have to, to go on for most non-politicians is their Twitter and social media and, you know, their yeah, overall general. media presence, yeah. he does 10 times out of 10 seem like a nice, empathetic, kind-hearted, well encouraging, yeah. fairly intelligent guy yeah. who likes learning things and... He's willing to. He listens to people and all that. It's like yeah. again, it sounds it sounds silly, but also Schwarzenegger sounds silly too. But he was actually a very good politician as yeah. well. You agree yeah. with him, what he wanted to do or not? He was a very centrist Republican, yeah. you know. And so if, if the pres if he if wasn't being like a Reagan politics style one. is supposed to be open to anyone, right? Then it is kind of supposed to be for yeah. whoever wants to go for it. Yeah. Again, as long as you're. Born in this country, over the age of like thirty-five or exactly thirty-five is the minimum age. Na- uh, you have to be naturally born citizen. Yeah. Otherwise, Arnold probably would be have been president. Right. Right. Or know? made a, a very good run at the very least. Exactly. But, um, it doesn't run anymore until you think. Yeah. You know, <laughs> cardio is important, but when you have enough muscle mass, yeah. then the cardio kind of just takes care of itself. You know, me and this donkey could just be running around the whole country, just you know, doing good things. I'm like right a weird around. sort yeah. of vegetarian now, a pescatarian yeah. Yeah. now. Yeah. And the but the I, greatest I, the greatest the greatest cardio is cheating on your wife with your Mexican maid yeah. and having a child that you're okay. celebrating his graduation this year, you class of twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> well, now he has a, a multi ethnic, you know, family. He loves to dunk cigars in people's vaginas as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like Bill Clinton used to do. Uh, you know, all good things. <laughs> dunk them. <laughs> like they're a big cup of coffee or yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like out of a cartoon, a brandy, a glass of brandy, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Which my brother was at a party a lot, like super long time ago. He was there a lot. It was crazy. (laughs) Uber there. But him and Fart Barf Josh were like, dude, this guy's going to get fucked up. Again, Fart Barf is a band. Fart Barf is a band. Made up of friends of Steve and his brother. Yes. And we know multiple Joshes, so we'll call him Fart Barf Josh. Exactly. Uh, So check them out. They're very fun. But uh, this guy was had a whiskey glass and just dunking a cigar and oh. smoking and like doing it multiple times. Cause it's kind of like you do it once and then smoke it. And he right. was just like 
back and forth the whole like <laughs> he had to keep relighting it too. No, no, because you dunk the back end, because then you oh. smoke that. Oh, and I guess then it that comes through. And well, I when think... you you can buy pre-dunked cigars. Well, that too. And they're soaked from the tip, I so get. you're smoking. I don't know. I whatever. Mean, whatever. Yeah. This guy's fucking doing That's it multiple weird. times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he just like puked all over the place. And it was like because it was like Josh's parents' oh. like friends kind of oh. like party because yeah. again they were like probably in high school or college. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also have a sweatshirt. And it's the guy's name. They they deemed him Popcorn. So this is where we get a lot of names for people's from oh. my brother and his crew. Is like that, yeah. like finding the weirdos. And yeah. I have a sweatshirt somewhere where my brother pencil drew this guy called Popcorn. Oh, he showed us this picture once, or I think I or you did, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just this like big mustache, and he's just smoking cigarettes because he's just eating popcorn, and spilling it all night, and just smoking. Cigarettes. So again, it's finding that fucking weirdo and just the specific yep. thing to where then he they made a. Yep. Stuff out yep. of it. And far apart, Josh, <laughs> Josh and your brother are both good enough artists that it actually yeah, is comes really through. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gross Snack says, Hey, I Grab a smoke snack. Arnold's brand of Stogie. Pretty decent, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, punch cigars, not, not cheap. cheap. Is that the brand that Punch Cigars? Uh, Gross Snake was showing me some of his puppies. Oh, he has three of them. Did, was that a litter? No, they're all different. So he bought them. You uh, them. Yes. No, I do not require that. Yeah. <laughs> the classic Say exchange the yeah. from Vegas vacation. <laughs> no, I do not require, no, I do not require them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the de- the pit boss, like, <laughs> handing the ID back. You know, they were crossing over the character, um, uh, the side character from, what is it, uh, Summer Rental, yeah, where yeah, yeah. John Candy Point. sees all the people walking by, and he goes, where the hell's everyone going? He just points and... Uh, yeah, because you were dying, you said, when you first I fucking lost it. <laughs> Especially at that time in my life was right, like right. Just... the crescendo of my horrifically toxic relationship. Yeah, yeah. And you would give me these movies to, to borrow, to watch. Yeah, yeah. And, to borrow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I had clearance to rent those movies, yeah. too. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I needed those, those laughs, laughs in my yeah. life more than I knew. Because, you know, you had to kill... The whole morning until 1 p.m. when that person yeah. would then wake up. Right. So, so if I didn't have like a video game to be playing at the time, right, and I wasn't allowed internet because I'd be then I'd be addicted to porn and never exactly. love her and have exactly. sex with her. That's so, uh, but uh, when he said 70 sound effect, check. There it goes. <laughs> we got to work in the West Coast elitism exactly. pretty soon. I guess um, that was the more of the talk about California reshutting down. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, we're better than everyone. We yeah. can, you know, we know when to call it quits. Exactly. Put everyone in their place. Yep. Or or it could have been the UCI name drop too. UCI hey, we're only be... a little bit down the 405. Oh, there's homeless people that live in the park when you play, <laughs> but they can afford discs for disco. <laughs> and I guarantee, I've seen I those guarantee. guys. I've seen those guys play in tournaments there too. I I mean, whenever there's a tournament, I think we just like get the fuck out of there. Right. At least I exactly. usually do. But if you go by yourself, maybe you play. Yeah. But I so again, yeah, I try not to uh, check when uh, we go. <laughs> and there's a tournament. I think most of the time when it's both of us, we right. So, which is kind of weird. Like when there's tournaments happening, they don't not allow people to come on the court. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I mean that's just that's for the police to really deal yeah. with. You know, if you're caught. But, uh, but no, like they won't stop you from showing up and playing. But it's almost pointless to play because there will be you're guaranteed like seven groups of people per hole. Well, just waiting and they're around, all. You know? They're all going to be playing super slow. Exactly. Because they're like really Precise trying. And, exactly. Like those dickheads that jumped on us. But yeah, um, yeah we got jumped today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was sexual, not, well, it was physical, not abusive, though. Right. Unless, I mean, 
to us, There's rape a, isn't about sex, it's about power. Yeah, you know? right, right, so, right. And uh, some Cenobites showed up. Yes, exactly. And they only know pain, and they right. don't know that that's not pleasurable. To them, it's not like, rape. They were, yeah. they were like, they think they're these, you know, dimensional Santa Claus that right. just bring people the gift of pleasure pain. Right. Plainger. Chatterbox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Butterball was there. But, yes, exactly. It was Matt. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Matt the Cenobite. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's been fun getting back more consistent with disc golf. It's been a long time. Um, and, uh, like I said, my brother-in-law has been playing since he was three years old. Yeah. But he and I had not played together till this past year or something, which is crazy, um, knowing him for fucking 12 years now or some shit. But, right. uh, um, but yeah, also... Uh, this is the we'll, we'll we'll finish up with this. This is the the last little bits of the uh, Bo, sponsored by Bobandi. Um, how you doing, Steve? Oh, how yeah. you doing, Joey? Forgot about, we yeah. didn't even do official. Yeah. How you doing? How was your other than Friday where I saw you? How was your weekend? Steve? Uh, we saw Wesco's Geek and his wife this right. weekend. You invited me, but I did not end up coming over. That's true. Yeah, uh, it's for the better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, Saturday, yeah, did some beach, and then that, hanging out, and then Sunday, some more just beach. I got, I can't show too much skin, but I got burn. Oh. I was under an wow. umbrella, too. But this side, no burn. This mm. side, burn. Uh, yeah, and just kind of mellow hangout, kind of yeah. soak up this heat. Yeah. Kind of weekend, because it was probably about 90. Oh, yeah. Because, again, Friday was hot as fuck, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, both Saturday and Sunday. Kinda now, you're, did you bring anything to the beach for the water, or just your body? Uh, no boogie or surfboards. I brought fins, but there were no waves. So I went mm. swimming, but you couldn't really body surf because there wasn't like yeah. really any waves to surf. Yeah. Uh, and definitely the spot you got to catch go, a dorsal really fin or something surf. to do yeah, that. Exactly. Just rip it and grip it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what yeah. we did. So you rip it off the dolphin, killing it, yeah. torturing it to death, right. basically. And then you grip it in the meat. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> then you you finger the dolphin's spine. Right. And then you can actually control it. You get the last few flaps of its tail to bring you into shore. Let it die slowly yeah. on the beach. I mean, it, it it'll either bleed out, but sometimes I've I figured out a way to like recast them out the ocean. Mm. But um, usually bacteria gets them like, like a week right, later. Right. It's pretty slow. Yeah. But uh, you know, they get that. They can get a couple breeds in. Yeah, yeah. You know, drop yeah. a few more. Loads maybe light. Out there. Maybe lightning hits them, gives them some juice for exactly. a few more days. Or maybe it fuses shut. I've seen one cauterizes shot. the wound. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That salt heals all. Uh, so that's what I believe, and that's why I send them back. <laughs> that's my religion <laughs> I mean that was a word of God so. yes exactly told those me to voice. torture those dolphins voice of God um, yeah should we take a quick break before we get into the actual show you don't want to know what I did this week oh either, god huh? damn it sorry 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 well Bandy does how are you customer. doing Joe <laughs> I'm good uh, yeah it was a pretty why didn't you show up <laughs> it was a pretty mellow weekend uh it was a lot of family stuff this weekend, Ooh. in an okay way, but lots of like family conversations, some drama y stuff. A little, you said. yeah, some drama stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh god, they put on this beautiful play. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I talked about Hamilton last week, but um, or maybe on probing H- or on uh, Adventurous Ghost, I talked about it. But, Wipeout. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, some family stuff, which was annoying and pointless, but that's. A lot of what my Here nor there. freaks out yeah. about. Well, they're drama people at the end of the day. They are. <laughs> and uh, all performance that. artists. Exactly. Um, but uh, we, my wife and I did watch a couple eps of the show you recommended, Dak Tourist. Oh, yeah. With the guy from New Zealand, the right, journalist. Right, right. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we watched, we're watching it in order. It, you're right. It, it's not a vice show, but it is very 
much like Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia. Exactly. And he's kind of like Hamilton, yes. too. He's a little more jovial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's not a scientist. Right, he's right. a journalist. But, uh, but yeah, like, so we, we were watching the Japan one where they're going through the Fukushima area. Mm. The oh, province. yeah. And everyone's, like, freaking out because oh, of my fucking God. radiation. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, it's an interesting show, for sure. Yeah, they went yeah. to the suicide forest. Right. Crazy how, as we've talked about on this show before, uh, his tour guide, Yo, the cool, like, old, older yeah, Japanese yeah, yeah, yeah. guy, he was telling him, he's like, Basically, he literally told him, he's like, now, if you see um, people or, you know, you feel something watching yeah. you, then they're just curious. It's not going to hurt you. Like, And he's talking about the Tengu demons that are right. supposedly in there. Because the, even though the Tengu demons are also the ones that apparently encourage people to kill themselves. Because then there was that lady who, like, goes back to the shrine that she made for herself because it was the spot she was going to kill herself 30 right. years before. And one of those demons told her, "Don't kill yourself," or spirits, whatever. Yeah, told her, "Don't kill yourself." Yeah. You know, and do so not do it. And she literally said, "I just wanted to make my boyfriend sad, <laughs> right? <laughs> because Whereas he broke up with back me." To her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, the first episode was like not that I I knew I, I it was it was it was all about the cartel and going into Colombia and stuff. So that was like more just like seemed like a vice episode of something. Whereas mm. like. If more of the shows like the Japan one, I was like, oh, that's cool. Because then we started watching yeah. the Jeffrey Dahmer, the America one. Right, 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 right. Where it's Jeffrey Dahmer. And uh, and I, I did not realize how fucking annoying all of the chicks that are into serial killer stuff is. Oh, yeah. Are, because they, he goes on this tour in where he's he's the Cream City Cannibal was his nickname, which right. I didn't realize. <laughs> Uh, which makes me think he's just cooking all those dicks in fucking milk right, and stuff. or just eating cum. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think he's a cannibal. I think he's just gay. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. just as bad. <laughs> well, your semen comes from a human, and you're eating it. That is cannibalism, my friend. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, like, literally, the host was the only male on a tour of, like, 30 people. <laughs> well, and girls were on, the like, a bridesmaid. They were on bachelorette, bachelorette party, party and party. stuff. Sorry, and, like... <laughs> Yeah, they were shooting the sequel to Bridesmaid. Yeah, you no, know, yeah. but yeah, it's just and they were all like, "Well, I mean, you just kind of think you can save some guy." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Right? Yeah, they like, love how broken they're. But yes, yeah. I but mean, he did horrific, and it's like everyone loves a bad boy. And the host of that uh, tour was a vampire chick, which oh, yeah. then, which then he does did a segment go to the about creepy, vampires. The, that couple who's like, "Fuck that fucking <laughs> yes. guy! He is such a creepy piece of shit." Uh, yeah, because he goes to Louisiana and the vampire culture yeah, down there, yeah. and so, but so it's the weird little crossover from Michigan or wherever the fuck right, Cream right, City right, right. is. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Cream City is in all of our pants, it's so, my in son. All of our hearts. <laughs> yeah. If you edge long enough, yeah. and I'm not have. talking about your lawn mowing device, <laughs> you will all see the dot <laughs> of magic cream. Uh, yeah, other than that, uh, pretty mellow. A lot of disc golf, which has been nice. Yeah. Um, but it's, a, it's um, at summertime because I always forget. Yeah. It's like when we played a lot. Yeah. We would kind of stop in the fall winter because it would like rain yeah. and whatever. And obviously you can't and do it. Was it was dark. It was dark at five p.m. Right. So. so I'm like, you could go on the weekend, but even right. then, if it was like kind of fucked up weather, it's right. not really as good. And you don't play, always but... want to get up at six on the weekend and go because right. sometimes you have other plans like you surf or something, whatever. You yeah, know? yeah. So, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, overall. Just very hot. I've been very tanned. Uh, a lot yeah. of sunscreen going mm-hmm, on, but mm-hmm. uh, but it feels good. Again, listen, listening to Joe Rogan and all the scientists he has, like they're like, get your vitamin D. It's the number one thing that helps your immune system, you right? Know, so. And just being outside, it you know, UV rays kill the COVID apparently, right. apparently, right? And it's so it's tough to spread outdoors. Yeah, 
when you have the social distance, yeah. you know, so do that. And then and it's, it's not you know, settling on surfaces either, because right. and the wind's blowing it and all that stuff. Right, right, so, right, right. Yeah. Wind, wind, blow the viruses <laughs> away. Um, yeah, other than that, no real... No real ufology news other oh, than... Oh, I watch Unsolved Mysteries, all those. And they, they do oh, wow. like a uh, 1969 Branksham, Massachusetts or some alien activity. Okay. So they, there's a whole episode. I mm. think it's like the last episode of the season okay. is that. No host on that show, I guess, because they said no. we, we couldn't replace Robert Stack. He was just no. too... So they show like whatever. shadow silhouette yeah. in the intro, but then and then it's the music. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like him introduce... Like he would talk right. like, so these people... It just yeah. goes like... Can you solve the mystery yeah. of my boner ripping through yeah. my zipper right. when I paid a lot of money for these pants at Brooks Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> and it, I just don't understand just, the quality dip that Brooks yeah. Brothers has taken right. in. Re- Robert, you got to stick to the script, man. <laughs> well, my Patreon's open. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the right. internet is, but the but Patreon's open on there. And pay me for it, okay? See my pant rips. Uh, <laughs> pant rip vids. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So he, uh, which if you want to hear him swearing, and my aunt was laughing because I remember mm-hmm. way back in the day when that show was still on, yeah. he was on Basketball, the movie. Yes, yeah. And he's yeah. like these fucking people, yeah. like yeah. cursing and <laughs> stuff. So and he like, was very famous for his role in Airplane as well. Exactly, the Zucker yeah, Brothers yeah, movie. Yeah, but um, uh, walk, he was walking through the airport. Punching all the Harry Krishnas and the nuns right, and everyone right, that right. came up to him with he's pamphlets. Like one of the pilots or something? Or no, yeah. he was the ground the, control exactly, guy. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The air traffic control guy. Uh, <laughs> or no, he was he was the main dude's old Air Force commander. Oh, uh, okay. Like where and he's exactly. like he's like, Don't choke again, Come you on. fucking yeah, yeah. whatever. Like, I just remember him, yeah, like talking to him. Because so. he choked over the over the hills of Nacho Grande right. or whatever <laughs> the fuck it was called. Anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I'm gonna speak up and say, I'm gonna use my voice, my divine voice, and say, let's get into Voices of the Gods after a piss break. We back. As it's the, me. As the Street Fighter 2 announcer voice would say, India. <laughs> We're back. In the land of Dalsam, there we Yoga go. Fire, Yoga Flame, and in Champion Edition, Yoga, and he teleports because he doesn't right have that. There. He doesn't right have there. that power in Champion Edition, or um, sorry, uh, he had the power in Turbo, and then Champion Edition and regular Street Fighter Two, he did not have that power. No Yoga power, no. He didn't have the teleporting power, which was okay. like a weird glitch you could do, and they just made it like a power later hmm. on where he could he could warp behind you. Right, right. Um, but uh, I think it stuck with him for most of the games after that, but. Uh, I never played three very much because it was very, even though the animation was beautiful, it was hyper technical and people, it was like. What system was that on? It was arcade and then it was on, uh, it was on Dreamcast. It was on, I believe it eventually came to PlayStation 2, um, but uh, it just wasn't, nobody cared about it. Like it wasn't a popular version. Like it was still big in fucking Evo Evo and all that stuff but uh, because it was all about it basically became like Dead or Alive or it was all about checking and parrying and reversals and things right? as opposed to just fighting blocking because I feel like after Super Nintendo it fell off a little bit Mm -hmm. like N64 right I don't even remember a Street Fighter game. No, because they they made literally like nine or ten iterations of Street Fighter Two, which were just right. slight little adjustments or new characters in Super Street Fighter Two or whatever. Right. Um, Street Fighter Three came around years, probably the early aughts, like two thousand or ninety nine or something like that. 
wasn't super popular, and then it wasn't until there was kind of that like Street Fighter uh, Four, yes, which right? got which was very popular. It had that kind of like watercolor. It was like 2012, 2013. Had that very like three right. D but watercolor kind of cool art style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had, remember Street Fighter Five, I think, and I Five came out, which was more like an enhancement on Four. Even it was a whole new yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't as big as Four was either. Because which one had Jazz or DJ? DJ. D- so Super Street Fighter Two. Genesis, I remember having. Yeah, that Super one. Street Fighter Two. The four new characters were Cammy, our sexy right. British onesie-wearing Classic, military chick, uh, anime dress-up uh, cosplay yes, cosplayer. Person, yeah. DJ, who was the Jamaican fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, T Hawk, aka Thunderhawk, who was the right. Native American fighter. Which I had all. I had to think all those action figures. And then Fei Long, who was the Bruce Lee Fei clone. Yep, uh, yep. Who. Because that's what I played on Genesis. I remember that. That was the Genesis Super Nintendo era. That was Super Street Fighter 2. Because then they had Super Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition, Super Street Fighter Turbo. Like they had, like, again, that's six games in and of itself. The three versions of the first and the three versions of, you know, Super or whatever. That shit lasted for a long time. But um, yeah, three was this beautiful, beautiful pixel art. Everything hand drawn animation looked like gorgeous. It was just too technical. It was like hyper fucking specific, very difficult. Yeah. And a lot of the characters from that game never really carried on, even though they had some interesting designs and stuff. Yeah. They had, like, almost like an evil zombie Dalsum guy, like, all this weird yeah, shit. Yeah, because there was, like, that dark gray skin Dalsum, mm-hmm. right, which was, like, a weird yep. alter. Because Pe- in the meantime, you have to remember, they kind of took a break from just Street Fighter, and it was all, it was it was the Versus games, and then all of the oh, right. kind like of offshoots. Oh, right, Capcom versus Marvel. There was, like, Darkstalkers, there yeah, was yeah. Rival Schools. All Capcom was making all these fucking other fighting games. Right. With Street Fighter as like the core, right? Yeah, but the engine. Because um, Darkstalkers is where the 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 hot demon chicks come right, from right, that people right, cosplay right. as all the time, and then, um, but yeah, then it was Marvel versus or Street Fighter versus X Men, Street Fighter versus like Marvel versus Capcom, Marvel Cap, like all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Fighter, so, um, anyway, that was <laughs> India Capcom <laughs> Corner. Yes, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this whole this whole episode is almost completely in India or about India, about Hinduism, about the Vedic text, like we were saying earlier uh, at the disc golf course, I don't yes. think, or before recording, uh, this episode should have just been called like the Vedic connection or something, because right, right, it's right. like they're calling it Voices of the Gods because it's the Vedic text, the ancient Vedic religious slash historical mythological text yeah. of Hinduism, and they're saying, yeah, the writings in there, t- they talk about medical technology, science, math. Metallurgy, weapons making, aero, aeronautical engineering, like all that shit. Right, right. Which is really cool. Like again, to have these books that are not like, like again, the Christian Bible is like it's just about faith and the message. It's like this is like, this is our history, completely holistic with all of its science, all of its history, all mm-hmm. of its gods and magic, but all of its factual whatever things too. Right, right. And here's a fucking diagram with all the equations. And so like, like that's that here's is really all cool. Works. Yeah, right. They're saying. Here's a magical thing that we saw the gods write in, and here's a diagram and how to recreate it. Here's the fuel that they use, which is mercury and this and like all this crazy stuff. So, right. um, again, a weird, a weird name for this episode, but I found it fairly. It's it, none of it is things are things we haven't really heard before, but they at least they really focus on it. They have a lot of Hindu experts, which is good. Now they the episode. This is the subtle, and I be, truly believe unconscious mild racistness of the show. Where Bo Bandy said, a poo voice of the gods. Exactly. <laughs> Azaria of the gods. Yeah, Hank Azaria yeah, of yeah. the gods. Um, every time they have one of their 
uh, native from India, Indian people, experts saying, uh, saying, having some take on something. They immediately got to put Wilcock or Childress or Giorgio to say the exact same thing. And it's like, right. see, hey, we already knew this. We got it from the expert. We don't, right. from India, who practices this or is an a theological expert on this. Yeah. yeah. We don't need it from you guys. Just but, let them speak for themselves. Which Matt didn't really realize. It's white explaining. Like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, he's like, that guy's accent super gnarly. I was like, yeah, well, we don't all sound like we're from fucking Florida right. or Alabama right. or Texas or. Are you talking about Praveen Mahan? Yeah. Think of the, well, the small. That. Hobbit-like guy that yeah. is uh, in the library with Giorgio yeah. the whole time, and he <laughs> sounds weirdly. <laughs> he sounds like Eastern Europe. Because he has weird... the gods, and he talk like almost out of the back, and the, everything is this and blah. Wait, are you talking about the young guy or the old guy at the temple? The younger guy. Okay, when yeah, they're pretty, in the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, talk. Because everyone's like, like you have to understand that most Indian people learn English from English British English speakers, so their accent right. mixing with their. Oh, their original accent. Yeah, because India know. is so huge. There's all right. these different regions. So right. Just like in the U.S., you're going to have different regions of accents. He sounded like to me like he was gua. from whatever the Chicago region region was. Because <laughs> 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 it's, it's that like deeper kind of walk again. Yeah. Uh, why do you have a firewood under the table? Oh, that was a random piece. I didn't want to sit outside because then it gets wet. So you got to keep it inside. Keep dry. You can yeah. hand it over here if it's. Oh no, I don't care. I just keep I keep touching something loose over here. Oh. I'm used to it being my balls on the floor, but hey, Joe, you know you can murder oh. on Twitch. <laughs> no <laughs> nipples, <laughs> nipples, no, but brains—they are quite allowed. No, quite I just yes. took one of my hammers that was next to me. Yeah, um, as they normally should be laid about the house. Yes, yeah. I uh, I have a folding, uh, a very modern three-inch uh, fake training knife that's blunt. But I'm constantly flicking around on Zoom calls at work, and I'm oh like, boy. I probably am creeping people out yeah. with this. Oh. What looks like the, a sharp the knife. The pseudo on there. tech guy <laughs> is now flipping a knife. At uh-huh. Yeah. Disagree with me once again. Yeah. Tell me uh, how the system works. <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. There's a there's a little bit of I don't need Wilcock to give his dumb opinionated approximation. There's that Hamilton right. again. Uh, of what the guy before just said, because the guy before is a fucking doctor of Hindu theological studies right, at right. some college, and he's been on the show a million. You know, it's like, I, I don't know. But they got to have that screen time for the faces of their show. Um, so we start off uh, talking about how the city of Bangalore in India is <laughs> one of the most, this is a weird beginning. Like, they're trying to say, like, hey, India's really becoming a tech hub. Isn't that like a weird video series? Bang Galore? Exactly. <laughs> Vivid video. Yeah, Bang um, Bus Galore. Uh, that's those four-hour montages right, right, at right. Frankincense. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they talk about how Bangalore has become uh, this extremely... They're saying it's, like, th- one of the top most modern cities in the world in a very right, short right, time. Right, right, um, But then they only, they only mention that. They, and they basically... Sadly, they basically talk about how... It's the home of thousands of call centers for tech companies, and it's like, ugh, which is kind right, of sad because right, right, these right, poor right. bastards are fucking. Well, again, yeah, Matt was like you know, tech company. I'm like, that's yeah. where they outsource all the IT. Right, like they're literally companies that are developing things and, mm-hmm. and working on th- stuff like that. So, um, but uh, but again, smart because it doesn't matter what culture you are. Math and science are the same everywhere you go, so they can right, get right, in these right. fields and then apply them if they want to move to America or Europe or whatever. So, um, but they talk about how. India is still very in touch with its ancient origins, despite being on a fast track to being a very modern you right, know, country. Eighty percent right, right, right. of Indians are 
practicing Hindis or Hin- sorry, Hindi is the language, Hinduism is the religion. Um, right. And they're doubling down on the belief, as they've mentioned many times before, that Hindus truly believe, or their mythology states that the gods were were flesh and bolts beings right. that lived and walked amongst people back in the day, and that they were from other stars, other planets, like whatever, right? Like Vishnu has, you know, they tell the story later of Vishnu using a star ship, a, you know, intergalactic ship, to bring this chick, uh, Dwarva, I think her name is, kind of like the Book of Enoch style. Like, hey, I'm right, going right. to show you fucking the galaxy and all this stuff. He brings right. her through seven solar systems back to his planet of Vishnu Lanka, and uh, which is interesting, where they're saying he literally lives on another planet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which also, it's almost more logical to think that, assuming you could understand that all the little things you see in the sky are these spherical balls of something, they could be land, they could mm-hmm, be fire, mm-hmm. whatever it is, uh, it seems more logical than to go, oh yeah, well, the gods come from one of those things, because we're here, right. we are life, and they're alive, so they're from right, there, right. you know? Well, so. it's also... But yeah, to be like, oh, they're more powerful than us, right? So they live somewhere because they can over get there, here. So you can see them, right? Yeah. There's some sort of logic about they can fly. Th- Again, flying is this is the purely divine trait, right? Birds right, right. and gods and whatever, because humans can't do it, right? Um, they're talking a lot about the Vedic text. They talk about it throughout the whole episode. I felt like I actually had a decent, you know, over, over, overarching understanding of like. The different chunks of all the Vedic texts and how there's right. how there's simply just a shit ton of them. Yeah, but there's literally one that focuses on construction methods that we'll right, talk right. about soon. Things like that. Which so. again, it's like in the Bible, they're like, "Oh, this is the Ark of the Covenant, and yeah. it's magic. This mm-hmm. is the this, and it's magic." So again, it's your the point, power it's of like, the Lord. You know, it's this, okay. and here's how it actually works, right. which really ties to their culture of being like IT mathematical right. people because. That's part of their religion, yeah. so you're growing up, and it's been ingrained in you for yeah. a very long time. So. And they're, as a culture, the past 10 years or so, probably longer, but at least they mention a few things in this, um, they, they mention how there is a movement in their scientific communities to go, we should be spending time and money researching these diagrams and schematics and mm-hmm. all the, trying these things out. And then they do in this episode, which is pretty cool. So yeah. what did Bob Annie say? Uh Oddly enough, that mm. six-armed god, I believe, is a man, but we yes. always think is a woman. Yes. He said that god would be great at bachelor parties. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just like Mrs. Bobandi at the hospital. Yeah. Which, in American Gods, that god is portrayed as a woman. But again, I right. think in all of this discussions we've had where it's like, oh, it's actually yeah, yeah. more of a dude than yeah. a woman. A lot of the times, Krish- Krishna, Vishnu, fat. Shiva. I think Shiva's They're the talked one, about like, right? is, but is Shiva they're talked girl? about as men, oh. but they always look like beautiful almost androgynous men, right. you know, because they're women. perfect yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. So um, gender fluidity is the ancient world. Well, that's always perfection. been big in India. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's... The, t- the tits are pretty big in India, too. Sure. India and uh, Britain have, like, the largest breasts per capita. Okay. okay. Uh, I was going to more say that India, I think, like, guys hold hands all the time, and it's, like, yeah, not yeah. weird or... They'll, like, or do the, like, holding stuff. their pinkies while they're walking on the street and whatever. Right, right, right. Now, my... My brother-in-law's wife lived in India for 18 months for her, like, uh, one of her school program things. Mm -hmm. And she said they don't do that quite as much anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly younger, it's younger kids that still do that. But even as of the 90s, early 2000s, you'd still see whatever. Because I even saw there was a guy of Indian descent from New York who was a comedian. I think he was on Master of None and a couple things. Or maybe it might have been Kunal Nanjiani for all I know, even though he's Pakistani. But uh, he made a joke about... Uh, oh, 
I mentioned the tits. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, uh, that they, he, one of his his bits was that you see all these hard up looking dudes and these gangs, and they're holding their friends' hands while they're walking mm. up to fight you <laughs> and stuff, and just how like silly it was. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we get our fir- first um, Wilcock drip here. He's on quite a bit. Childress is on a decent amount. And again, neither of them need to be on it at all. <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, Wilcock is just good at sounding serious and dramatic, even though he has that porn forehead and whatever. Right, right, but, right. Um, but he says, uh, we are looking at the handbook of the gods. We are looking, and he mentioned this word multiple times in the episode, at some sort of endowment <laughs> that <laughs> appears to have been given to us as a very practical guide in ways that benefit humankind all across the board. So he's just setting the stage that the Vedic texts are this huge, huge swath of very practical, you know, practical, mythological, whatever, but also practical religious texts, right? Um, kind of a in a cool way. It's like, hey, here's how our world was for the past 10,000 years. Right. That's a really cool set of religious Things. texts yeah, if you yeah. have to put it under that. So um, they also do this really dumb visual thing. They don't ever bring it up again. They close up on a piece of old Hindu art, a picture of one of the gods who's holding a little rectangle, They're cl- and they're talking about advanced technology. They're clearly trying to lead you to say that it's a tablet or phone in mm. his hand back mm. then or some some bullshit. Same thing with the Anunnaki with the wristwatch and whatever. Right, right. Which people, people on the Ancient Aliens Facebook group, they post a picture once a fucking week, if not more, as if that wristwatch thing, as if they found it out for the first time. Uh, anyone ever noticed this looks like a wristwatch? Proof of time traveling gods, aliens. Right, right, I'm right. like, oh my god, I want to fucking kill these people. Um, anyway, we go to uh, the Sarang region and the Temple of Silur, which was uh, this kind of like huge feat of Vedic, or they call it Ayurvedic. Like Ayurvedic is like the method of the Vedic text. Ayurvedic architecture, because... This thing was pummeled and and buried under an earthquake um, in the 11th century, so the 10 hundreds. Yeah, and they uh, they uncover it uh, in 2011, I guess. Um, and it's kind of cool because we talked to the guy that uh, that was the lead on the uncovering of it, right. and um, uh, and it's still super intact. There's a little bit of damage, but nothing super crazy. Mm-hmm. And they say that this is thanks to very ancient but very advanced for us architectural means, right? right so right. Um, they fucking do that. So Sooks is on location. They show him fucking Joby walking down right, right. Uh, the Sarong streets, the mean He's streets of Sarong. He's got a Sarong wrapped around his neck. Exactly. <laughs> um, he got his nose pierced, you know, whatever. But, um, but they keep saying March 2017, and I'm like, this motherfucker, I'm not saying this can't be true, but apparently this motherfucker was traveling for two to three months straight without stopping. But we know that's not true because some of those segments were from seasons before and they say it was from winter or spring 2017. So don't, it's it's a stupid hill to die on, but it's really fucking weird and it bothers me that they lie about it. And Bo Bandy says he thinks Wilcox has a agreement for amount of screen time. Um, Oh, right. (laughs) Wilcox that he spells Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) W-I-L-C-O-X. Uh, that he needs a certain amount of screen time, so they shoehorn him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they all have agreements about, yeah, the percentage of time they need to be on the show. Um, so they have this guy, Dr. Arun Sharma, 
and he's the guy who headed up the excavation of this thing. And he says the key to all this is the Ayurvedic paste. Mm-hmm. So it's the it's the mortar that they use to build all these bricks uh, on there, as opposed to just concrete mortar, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, he shows that like what seemingly what was seemingly the only damage was that like you're looking at like kind of a step pyramid shaped building. The st- center stairway is curved up, but curved up very symmetrically on the sides mm-hmm. to where it looks like it was designed that way. But he says, he's like, oh, this was the only damage from the earthquake or whatever. Right, right, right. They then immediately go, a lot of the bricks have been repaired with modern mortar because I guess some of them must have fell off. Mm-hmm. But their whole point is that the main structure of this thing was completely intact. And uh, when he's showing Sooks some of the original Ayurvedic paste, mm-hmm. which you can't really see, it's literally between, which they always love to say, there is no space between the bricks at all. But then he's trying to show him the glue right, that's in right, there. Right, right. Sook says, it seems to be like some type of glue. And Sharma's like, oh, yes, 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 it is a glue. They are not moved from their place. It is such a perma-joining. Like, I'm not imitating this guy to, to make fun of him. He has an interesting way of talking. Right. Um, and he goes, if you want to make it live long, you follow the ancient pattern. And that was that's the whole theme of the show. So... Uh, supposedly it lasts, or sorry, it's 20 times stronger than concrete. Mm-hmm. I wish they had, I thought they were going to, based on how they really dive deep in these experiments later on, uh, they they don't take a little chunk of it, they don't test it, they don't like, here, here's this paste. It's actually made of all this shit, you know? Because right, right, right. they literally talk about how there's a book called uh, the Mayamatam, which is an ancient text only about construction methods passed down from the gods. So it's like, oh, okay, they're going to tell us what Ayurvedic paste is made of, and then they just right, kind of right, leave right, it, you right. know? Um, it was also apparently earthquake-proofed by having these uh, 80-foot-long air shafts that were there to dissipate the seismic force. Mm-hmm. So they had, like, a pocket that could, like, right. shoot the shockwave out or whatever, deal with the shockwave. <laughs> These uh, are older than we thought. We used it to trap the ancient demon Robert Shock. <laughs> we knew he'd be coming in the future. And he got released. <laughs> now he's terrorizing uh, Egypt. I tricked you with my kindly yeah. attitude and my <laughs> lack of pronouncing all consonants uh, in my words. Drifting into one word to the next. <laughs> Commas only, no period. J- simply because of the sheer number of words that he speaks on the Joe Rogan episode, because it's like three mm-hmm. hours long, you get so much of the... He sounds drunk without being drunk. Just right, that right, slurring right. of those consonants in there. Um, we got a Grove Snake alert here. It says a lot. It says uh, off subject, but been watching Unexplained. Oh, since it added on mm. Hulu many old clips and points from other History Channel shows. That's the Shatner Channel. show, I believe. That's the one, yeah. And I watched yeah. one of those, and it was like yeah. uh, had Nick Redfern and some other people. Right, right, right. One of the episodes. Yeah. I think you said, yeah, we should do that show yeah, at yeah. one point on our Patreon campaign. Um, so Sooks asks him after looking at the book, he says, because he has a copy of the, the Maya Matam, the construction book. And he says, you know, where do you think they got this information from? And Sharma says, more advanced people. And he's, he's, this guy, uh, from other planets. I think they visit the earth and given some knowledge to the local people. So he's agreeing, he's feeding right into ancient astronaut theory. And I wrote, Sooks is Stoked, <laughs> T-S-T-O-K-E-D. Um, now, Clotworthy comes on, the narrator, who doesn't write his own shit, but he goes, he goes, how could they understand this technology that's far beyond the scope of early man? And it's like, 
Well, even if what you're saying on ancient on ancient aliens is true, you obviously thought that early man was smart enough to learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between learning from a book given to you between learning by yes, much longer trial and error because you're cutting your you got a lot of bullshit to deal with. Right, but right. like, how does that make the early human brain less intelligent than the current modern human? You know what I mean? Right, so right, it's right. kind of weird. But Bobandy's out. Oh, see you later, Bobandy. Um, uh, uh, we go to our next segment, which is in June 2011 in the Indus Valley. Uh, there's a 4,300-year-old skull with holes drilled in it, which is evidence of the earliest brain surgery that we've ever found. So right. uh, what's amazing is that there is, there's proof, there's scar tissue and, and uh, physical evidence of long-term healing after that, meaning the patient survived after this was mm-hmm. done. So mm-hmm. uh, we get a Nori story to expound upon this for some reason. He says... What's fascinating about this is, is this kind of advanced medical knowledge goes way back, way back, you know. So I'm like, okay, thank you, yeah. Nori. Um, the text that this this procedure could have this procedure could have come from um, is the Sushruta Hamita, which is eight from 800 BC, and it's all about medical shit. It's all about types of surgeries. Uh, um, Praveen Mohan later says that it it, it uh, catalogs over 11,000 different ailments that the human body mm-hmm. can have or mm-hmm. something. Um, so Sukes meet with, meets with Praveen. Uh, he's been on the show before. He's been in a couple episodes where he's usually on location and no one else is there. Um, he like he talked about that like um, kind of mountainside canyon city that was in India that's like way older than a lot of like Hindu you know or Jainist mm-hmm. uh, cultures or whatever and how amazing it was for like 12,000 years ago. Um, and he's showing Sukes the books in this the book in this library, and it's Ayurvedic medicine, right? Just right, like Ayurvedic right. uh, architecture. So, uh, Sukes is like furiously taking notes, and I'm like, "You're recording this show, you know? You can just watch this. Episode. Like, why do you have to? What? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it reminded me of work where sometimes you just act like you're writing shit down to act yeah, like you're an active right, listener, right, but you're yeah. drawing dick farts right, right, or whatever. Right. But, um, but, um, uh, but, 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 oh. He's mentioning the eight types of surgery, and he's like, one is scraping, and one is incising, and he's like, one is probing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, There you go. Um, and he's like, this is 2,400 years before Hippocrates, which is the father of modern science. So yeah. that is pretty interesting, because every Westerner right, again. thinks that it's this Greek dude that came up with everything with modern medicine. The whole, uh, the whole snake's on a plane. No, the snake's with the... Uh, on the scepter, the medical sign, I can't remember what it's right, called. Right, right, right. Um, which people think is the double helix and all that stuff. That's yeah, all yeah. from Hippocrates. Yeah. Um, now, the Sushutra, uh, sorry, the author, which was this guy named Sushutra, mm-hmm. he didn't write it, he just dictated it from the god Danvatari. Yeah. Hey, Danvatari. <laughs> I'm the great uh, Don. <laughs> he came from a, a, bi- a big boot shaped country in the sky to the west. Yeah. And he brought spaghetti mm-hmm. and knowledge <laughs> of. When you eat too much spaghetti, you get too fat. Yeah, and then the you have carbs. A, they you build <laughs> up inside your gut yeah. in that the yes. noodles. And unless you're running marathon next yeah. day, you don't need that much in there. But he has uh, what now we are calling lap band surgery. <laughs> <laughs> That accent's so hard to keep going because it's like this. <laughs> yeah. Like I had, a, I had an Indian wah, friend who was like, wah. he 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 was. Born, I'm not making fun of Indian people. Wow, wow, right, right, right. that's what they fucking sound. He, I mean, <laughs> he was born in 
you know, Huntington Beach. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally spoke. Yeah. You know what we would oh, say he totally perfectly. Spoke. Yeah. Uh, but then you do the accent, this yes. accent. He could yeah, do yeah. all the different ones. Right. And Growing up, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was one was the goat and just kind of talking <laughs> yes. in the open in the back. But but then yeah, long sentences for yeah. us. It's like yep. But he could like oh yeah. When we we're at conventions, he used to yeah. fuck with people because it's like us doing a Texas accent right, right, or whatever. Right. You know, he would. Uh, Oh, no. He would just do like a full stereo. Oh, I know this person, sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. The, I know. We of call them. him the cockroach now because yeah, yeah. he ended up stealing from us. Uh, but uh, he would just do the full like um, mini mart, yes, stereotype oh, no. accent oh, to people, and they're yep. just like, okay, he's like, okay, I'll do you want to oh, like doing that yeah. as an Indian yeah, man, yeah. and they're just like, okay, he's like, oh, okay, it just I don't yeah. know, just get bored and, at a booth all day. Yeah. Uh, and just do that. It was yeah, kind of funny you know, sometimes. Fucking yeah. with people, stealing right, from your right. friends. Yeah. It's yeah. all good. It's all the same. Yeah. Uh, no, our buddy Craig, friend of the show, who was on the Carl Strauss episode of Beer There, Drunk That, yeah. uh, our beer podcast, um, he's a British man. He grew up in the se- in central England, um, and he grew up around a ton of, obviously, Indian people, because yeah. British owned the colonies for a long time. And he does, he would, he at work, he would go, thanking you, please. You know, like he'd, always, he'd do like the, almost the Pakistani sounding mm-hmm. one, you know, yeah. but like the classic, the classic, what we would call the New York taxi cab right, right, stereotype right, right. or whatever too. But Again, yeah, the mini mark kind of. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> this part's weird. So Don Vitari uh, apparently also originated from, what we would call the Milky Way. He, he came from the cosmic, they call it what, the cosmic milk or something like that. And because you're seeing this filmy white stuff in the sky, depending mm-hmm. where you are in the world and the light pollution, which they didn't have back then. Um, he came from there, like born from this substance, mm-hmm. which is like the substance of creation. It's like the primordial soup, right? Wherever they yeah. comes from. And Sooks makes a weird point. He goes, he was said to have originated from the Milky Way. All of a sudden, you have this deity arriving from the Milky Way. Well, what more do you want? The knowledge contained in this document was brought here by an extraterrestrial visitor. Like it, it cuts back to him as his talking head moment, where he's much right, more right, sure right. of himself. But I don't know. I kind of like when he's on location and he just has to act kind of like a humble, normal human right, being. Right. right. Um, stay hungry, stay humble, my friend. <laughs> uh, we zip. There's a lot of travel in this episode. Tons of travel on the subcontinent of India. We go to Mumbai University, where in 2015, as I was talking about before, the Indian Science Conference, where this aviation engineer, uh, Anand J. Bodas, gives a lecture of um, ancient aeronautical engineering techniques from the Vedic text. So, uh, And he's basically saying, we should figure out how, we have all these designs of the Vimana, right? These machines that the gods flew in, they, they maybe even traveled through space in. Yeah. Um, they were airships that they were, as they were described as. We should look here. They have diagrams. They give you the basic science. We should fucking test this shit out. Um, and Nori, for some reason, again, George Nori's on to say the same thing, except he says it much dumber because mm-hmm. they let this other guy speak for himself or they showed footage, whatever. And Nori goes, something was going on many, many thousands of years ago. <laughs> Flying machines capable of doing incredible things. How did they know this? He gets all weak, <laughs> yeah, high yeah. pitched. This is where it's like, George, everyone, they're, they're homo sapiens, just like they're not a different species of people. Right. 
they're not dumber. It's not yeah. the end of fucking Billy Madison. Just because it didn't come to, from Europe again. <laughs> right. It's like exactly. they could get there. They didn't come on the course either. Yeah, exactly. But I asked them to. Right, right. <laughs> but they didn't uh, deliver. Yeah. I need the cum mud to dick my, my treads in, even though you right, don't right. need treads. I meant cleats. Yeah, Are there yeah, treads on things. cleats? Uh, no. What are they cleats. called? Spikes or whatever. Cleats. I know. But what are they called? No, but that's a cleat. Oh, a cleat. Okay. Yeah. But then they say yeah. I'm wearing cleats too. Yeah. Because they're wearing a pad of cleats, which is connected to a shoe. But then people think of the shoe as cleats. Right. But it's still technically a cleat. And now we agree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as we move cleat on. Cleat on your feet. <laughs> cleat talk. Uh, thanks for listening to Cleat Talk. Um, anyway, I was. this is where I'm like agreeing with Von Daniken, where I'm like, this is just so arrogant. Like Nori's being very, like, how did they know? Like he's angry. Like, how the fuck did they know this? Yeah. It's like, they could have learned just like us. Like, yeah. um. Uh, and apparently, years before the Wright brothers, who were the American, you know, West fucking right. guys that in, apparently invented flight, um, this Indian guy years before named uh, Talpade tried to construct a vimana based on the Vedic, the Vedic text. Mm-hmm. And Brandenburg come, shows up. Jonathan Brandenburg right. comes on for some reason, um, and uh, he kind of he pops in the episode a decent amount. This whole, this kind of second half, and uh, he supports. Uh, he and Travis Taylor support what Praveen Mohan says here. And he says, now, according to the newspaper, he was able to fly this Vimana in front of thousands of people at Mumbai Beach. Mm-hmm. And they show a picture of it. Right. Um, and this is, this is the fucking first extended appearance of Travis Taylor, right? Travis Taylor, the fucking plasma physicist, laser physicist guy who's doing quantum computing experiments on the space station, all that shit. Um, he expounds upon what Praveen says. He, he says, uh, now legend has it that he flew for like 30 seconds at 1,500 feet. The Wright brothers only flew for 12 seconds at 120 feet. And if that's true, it changes aviation uh, 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 history dramatically. But even more exciting is that he bases his design on something thousands of years before mankind even thought flying was possible. Okay, And I like, like Travis Taylor's great because he's like, he explains things extremely down to earth first. He knows what he's talking about but he knows that it's more effective to make analogies to like, uh, he just has a yeah, very yeah, natural yeah. way Connecting of. Connecting the dots for yeah, people. In a very organic way. He doesn't seem like a super smart guy that's dumbing himself down like some people yeah. do. Um, he just is like, yeah, this here, how do you explain it to most people? Because most people aren't me. Um, so this, uh, this gal, I forgot to write down her name, very intelligent gal from a, uh, a university in India. She takes the, des- she 3D renders the design from the Vedic texts. Right. Sends them to Travis Taylor at UCI, uh, University of California, Irvine, just a just a, f- a couple dozen miles down the oh, freeway. Yes. Originally, if, well, eight. Yeah, it's probably less than twenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what a lot of people might not know, the early UCI campus in the '60s, the main set for shooting Charlton Heston's Planet of the Apes. They used to even have the the kind of museum that he's in. At the end of it is like parts of like the was the original fucking uh, um, not the quad but like the the like the student center like whatever the fuck they okay. call that thing yeah, or whatever yeah. something too okay, okay. Uh, and they because okay. it had all this weird architecture mm-hmm. and shit like mm-hmm. Flintstoney kind of architecture shit oh um, right 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 but down in Irvine Southern Orange County there was nothing there like even Pino my dad 
Oh, yeah. Used to go hike and hunt quails with his dad yeah. out there because there was nothing. Right. Where I went to high school, they had a picture of the first football team, and there's, like, nothing yeah. behind them. Yeah. Now yeah. it's, like, full houses and everything. Exactly. So. And and Steve um, and I worked in Irvine. There's a lot of tech companies down there or yeah. brands or whatever, There's too, still a so. lot of open land down there, there too, is. actually. Part of that is because the Irvine family's yeah, open land preserve yeah. claws or something right, like right, that. Right. Similar to the Santa Claus. Exactly. Sandy. Um, <laughs> uh, we go to the next segment where Travis Tyler is going to test this theory in a wind tunnel, this this 3D printed design in a wind tunnel. So uh, Sooks is fucking there too with them. Surprise, surprise. Shows up and uh, Travis walks Sooks through all the data they're going to collect. He's like, we're going to collect normal force. We're going to collect pounds per square inch. We're yeah, going to yeah. collect inches in shaft length. We're going right, to correct right. vein Pulsating. thickness. Yeah. yeah. Pulsating Volume. rhythm. <laughs> uh, cubic centimeters per square load. Now, Sooks. I got to tell you, something's disturbing about this Vedic design, Vedic design. Yeah. The pulsating rhythm is purely only known to be associated with rhythms for violence. Right. right. We got to be careful with this thing. Right. We should probably leave it in that wind tunnel, call the police. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lower level vibration. Um, anyway, so he, he, he walks through, he says, he goes, we're going to measure the normal force. Okay. Uh, now, Vader. Okay, Vedic, Vader, what, uh, do I need I yeah. say more? <laughs> uh, uh, the Emperor, okay, Palpatine. Some say Palpatine, I say Palpatine, right, right, okay? Right. Uh, That's how we do it. Anakin Skywalker, I know he's Vader, but he's just so different when he's still human yeah. and what, not and a we robot. Like to, we like to think we're all Anakins, not Anakins. Right. And Now, they had more than the normal force because they could they could choke you up, down, left, right. right. This is only up, down, okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, Polybrians, or what were the dumb pterogons or the stupid things they measured? Uh, oh, Metachlorians. Metachlorians, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure you know this, but it is a fun fact that George Lucas has gone on record as saying, or the script, the, the, the beats of the story for the Star Wars prequels mm-hmm. were going to go into, they were basically going to be like the movie Inner Space with Martin Short and Dennis right. Quaid, where our Jedi heroes got shrunk down to a quantum level and realized that the Metachlorians were living beings with their own culture and whatever. And, and their it's own like, force. What the and their own fuck? energy. They generated yeah, the yeah. force. It's like, right, oh my right. fucking gosh, dude. Uh, anyway. And again, and that's what ruined it. It's like, again, the whole force is this mystery. Yes, and where does yes. it come from? It's like, when you go to explain anything in like these classic movies, they're like, right. let's go back and talk about it. It's right. like, then you take away all the stuff that made it cool. Right. Because it's, it's what your mind thinks it could be is exactly. what makes it great. Not... Right. Hey, here it is exactly. Exactly. You're seeing a movie that seems that you're that you can buy into and seems believable. No how no matter how unbelievable the setting plot whatever is, it makes you you're you it, you're, it's capturing what should be a short amount of moments in this in these characters' lives, right? Yeah. And so to sit there and go like in like I thought Solo was an okay movie. It was right. it was all right. There was some cool stuff. They didn't have to fucking explain the dice. Nobody fucking cared yeah, about just that. These little like no nods, one cared like, about hey. his name and where it came. No one was asking right, that right, question. Hey, hey, your your hand, <laughs> your hand. What? And it's like when he first meets Lando, it was like, oh, it's hand. It's mm-hmm. like, Jesus Christ, come okay. on, guys. Yeah. yeah, it's like okay. But so, um, you and Chewie just had a, a pacifier. And it was just, hey, he's a Chewie. Yeah, it was very Muppet Babies. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. that's what I called my pacifier as a child. So bu- Bubba Chip Chop Juice. Uh, my, my Chewie was that was my Chewie. <laughs> Bubba Juice Chop Chip. We called yeah. them Binkies in our house. Yeah, that's another classic. Which is a regional one yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like Hoagie Grinder, right, right, soda right, water, right, or whatever. Right. 
Uh, yeah, we call our sandwiches soda water <laughs> out here. Um, but we're going over Wawa's. But uh, yeah. no, he says, uh, t- t- Travis Taylor is explaining what exactly they're going to measure. He says, now we're going to measure the normal force that's up or down. So again, when you have a plane, you're really just ultimately going to go, is the air, when going fast right. enough, going to push this thing up or down or right. whatever? Uh, enough below versus up. Yeah. And he pressure. says, and if it goes up or down, that's exciting because it's actually going to be rising and that's how you get flat. I also don't want to see it going side to side or chattering up and down too right. fast. Because uh, it's not stable. Because that would mean it's unstable. Oh, yeah. No, it's fine. I'm not correcting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we I'm get not this like. To cut you off. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> I'm not trying to cu- <laughs> cut you off. <laughs> uh, I don't want to cut And we get this like dramatic like bank heist me- drum music in the background right. where he's turning on the wind tunnel and all this stuff. So it's basically a, a giant blue leather tube. There's a central little like plexiglass window in the center, which is where the thing is. And it's on an armature, and the armature is just holding it in place, kind of, right. and it will, you know, get the force measured, whatever. Um, and uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, they do all this shit. It takes like two minutes. They confirm positive lift was happening, and then he's looking in there, and he's like, with, with, so he's like, he's like, now that thing's been going for like 30 seconds, and I'm not seeing it rattle around, so that's really good news. So it's right, like, right. again, as they like up the time, up right. the force, all the things. This fucking thing, it just looks like Noah's Ark. Like, it looks like a classic boat. Right, which is crazy that that's somehow good good for displacing air. Like it doesn't have right. wings. Had a few little grooves and such. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's like um, it's like when you cut like when you uh cut a fucking cantaloupe or something, right? right? Like, or a cucumber. Like uh, if you, yes, like, peel that's a, a better cucumber example. back yes. enough in certain parts. Yeah. it now has these like pseudo wings. It's round-ish, but it has little segmented chunks. Which polygonal th- kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now thinking about it, polyamorous. It almost looks like uh. <laughs> For all you yachtsmen out there, it looks like the bottom of like a ski boat. Oh, so yeah, as you yeah. look at these boats and jet skis and yes. stuff, they're like round, but right. then they have these grooves for channeling the water right, to right, create right. lift and control yeah. the directions and which, how it's flying, which, which I guess makes, makes sense because it's water. It's and displacing whatever. water; it could displace any. Well, and it has to cut through and displace yeah. and force it out in a certain way, so it drives forward or right, controls right. the 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 direction exactly. So again, for them way back when to like figure this out yeah when nothing can propel that fast right right like there's no motors that are like oh yeah you shoot this thing it goes super far and super fucking fast that Mm -hmm. way so these little things mean something right right where back then you just didn't have that so to have them figure that out and that's and this is like the closest thing to time travel you get and that's this is like one of like the top three coolest parts of ancient aliens the show for me it's where we have like i also was like you fucking idiots. You've talked about the Vedic texts and the Viman all the shit forever. Why do you not have like a whole season or a special mini series where each episode is we're testing a Vimana design. Right. We're testing the nuclear shit. We're you know, the, yeah. the Burmastra. We're te- like you could fucking go through and like, hey, like I would fucking love at the end of each episode for like multiple objective engineers, mathematicians that don't know each other, they're like Oh no! This is actually how you would uh, create a nuclear detonant, and it's like right. that's fucking really cool because it kind of mixes the ancient astronaut theory and the Hancockian ancient, more advanced people's theory, right? Right. So whether these were gods or people, aliens, gods, people, whatever, it seems to be that there was very advanced technology back then. Mm-hmm. Um, in simply that it was just ways we didn't understand because just we became a simpler time. We became a silicon electrical microchip based right. society, Took which that is direction. Exactly. There's other ways to 
skin a cat, I guess. So, right. um, oh, we get a Sook alert here. I do respect Travis Taylor because he's just being factual and honest when he answers this question. I'm um, just Travis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Travis. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, Sooks goes, now what do you say? Because Sooks is having this gotcha moment. He's like, right, right. what do you say to anyone who questions the idea that disinformation has been taken from a text that dates at least 1,800 years in the past? Whoa. And Travis Taylor goes, well, the only thing you can say, which is literally he's saying, you just be literal about it. Yeah. We performed a good scientific experiment, and the shape made from those texts is a viable aerodynamic structure. And I'm like, that's enough. That is All more than enough yeah, for me. Yeah, it's cool yeah. to go this thousand. I don't care if this thing was 500 years old versus thousands. That's hundreds of years before the Wright brothers, quote unquote, invented right. the plane, right? right. So um, they also go. So now we got planes. Did we have fucking spaceships too? And they're like, so basically, like, yeah, yeah. did the Vedic texts go into interstellar ships? Yes, of course they did. Uh, this is where Praveen Mohan tells the story of Vishnu taking Dhruva, a human woman, um, throughout. They didn't ever, they never said woman, but they showed her, and she looked like a beautiful woman. She had breasts. I'm assuming she was a woman. Um, could be gender fluid. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but yeah, he he took her on this trip through uh, th- out of our solar system and mentions the seven planets that he would have passed by to get out of our solar system and then goes through seven other planetary systems, which means he he is from a star way farther away than Alpha Centauri or any of the close right, ones right, we know right, about. Right. Uh, we get our first Childress chime in here. I love Childress, but he's kind of pointless in that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, according to the text, he went past seven planetary systems in a physical craft, and eventually he reached the solar system and planet of Vishnu Lanka, the very planet that Vishnu is from. So here we have the story of extraterrestrials taking a human to another solar system. I'm like, okay, thanks. That's everything they just said. Um, oh, I, I made this point here. They have uh, the the Hindu scholar guy that's always on this show. Mm-hmm. He just said the same thing. I'm like, why do we need Childress to say this? As much as I love him, we don't need him on here. Right. I would have rather had more information. I would have rather had... Uh, in the beginning, I'm like, hey, tell us what the Ayurvedic paste is made out of. Take three minutes for that instead of mm-hmm. having Childress repeat things, you know, or, yeah. or George Nori repeat things. Um, but we do get to the the important part of the space travel segment. He says, uh, he says, they talk about uh, basically the the designs for Vishnu's craft and other crafts powered by an ion engine, um, right? And they call it an I or a Mercury Vortex engine, which is an ion engine, right? So, um, 2014. The Vedic designs, the the paper, the the uh, schematics of this Mercury Vortex engine are are studied, and Travis Taylor is like, that sounds like an ion engine to me. He's like, you take mercury, liquid mercury, and you fucking heat it up between these two mesh you know panels, and then you get xenon when you heat it up, and the yeah. xenon shit pushes out the panels and therefore causes a reaction and pushes the thing it's in away. So right, right. he basically said you get a lot of low level force. But it lasts so long because you can just use the the sun or sol- star energy, solar right, energy. Right, right. Can as long as you have some solar panels, that's plenty of fucking energy to power this for almost forever. As long right, as the mercury right. doesn't run out, which is very slow. So because yeah. it's only breaking down at like the molecular level in a very small way, whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, and then they're like, hey, in two thousand seven, the Dawn spacecraft it had an ion engine in it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It used normal rocket shit to get out of the orbit. Then it broke away, and an ion yeah, engine yeah. took over. Kick so um, Brandenburg goes into the same details that Travis Taylor just did. Repetitive, but I'm like, all right, cool. They at least have you know former 
NASA fucking space right, scientist. Right. Travis Taylor's yeah, an active one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, we take a little trip to Mahabalipuram, India. Um, Sukes and uh, Mohan. This is the library that they're at this whole time. Right. A lot of bright colors in India, especially the indoor areas too. Like the oh, yeah. interiors are very like very painted, very colorful. painted, yeah, yeah, yeah. painted. Yeah. Um, but uh, so this is where Mohan gets a little hard on here. He busts out the one we all know, the the Bhagavad Gita. So this is the um, kind of the most well known part of the Vedic text, but it's only a small portion of it. It was written supposedly around 500 BC in terms of when it's dated by scientists. Uh, the text itself says it was written over 10,000 years ago. So uh, he, he does this thing where he's like, you know, when you, the quote unquote, uh, mythology says 10,000 years ago. Um, and this is where Mohan goes, now atomic science is in this book. So um, Sukes looks surprised and it's bullshit acting because Sukalos himself has talked about this on the show, probably season one. So he's like, so you're telling me this old fucking book has nuclear shit and I'm like come on so you're fucking lying right, right. like whatever it's this se- this season seems like they were trying to not rebrand the show but reestablish the show like for new people it's like oh these experts these experts aren't just talking in front of a camera mm-hmm. they're fucking out there then you see them on camera and you think they're experts more even more now right, right so right, it's like right. they're going through all this weird effort maybe that's why Let's document the date and time and whatever, right, you know. Right. So so that means like skeptics could go, Oh, did he actually travel there and Was whatever? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know. This is and that. Uh, <laughs> you know, skeptics, they always want to check their this is and check their that's, this. you know. Uh this. That's this, they did. This and that. <laughs> um they they go into for quite a while how uh Oppenheimer, the guy that really f- completed the nuclear bomb, the atomic bomb, the ones that were used at Hiroshima and Nagasaki yeah. to end World War Two. Uh, they talk about him, his famous quote of, you know, I am become death, destroyer of worlds. Yeah, that is a Krishna quote. Yeah. Exactly. So, but he's, he studied the shit out of the Bhagavad Gita. He would carry copies of it around with him and recommend it and like give copies to other people. He had a fucking hardback of it. Um, and uh, 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 he was proficient in Sanskrit. He was so obsessed with it. Um, and then they kind of list off in a little bit a few other scientists that were into the Bhagavad Gita to do, which is interesting. So, but Brandenburg's on and he says, oh, "One of the main concepts uh, taught in the Bhagavad Gita was duty. When you had a dirty diaper, you cleaned it. <laughs> when you had a dirty sarong, you washed it in the Ganges. Right. You never left your shit where you wrapped your tits. Shit. <laughs> no, uh, was the concept of duty." He felt it was his duty to develop this nuclear weapon, <laughs> even though it would be a terrible thing, he realized. He believed he was part of a cosmic cycle, and we had to do this to advance the human race. So he basically, it is interesting, because I never knew that about Oppenheimer. They'd mentioned he was into it, but like he fully bought into the holistic, metaphysical uh, concept in the Bhagavad Gita, because again, like Buddhism to a slightly lesser extent, but Hinduism is a very rich, like again, dealing with the real world, dealing with the world of the gods, whatever. It doesn't seem, it seems very rich, but not super dogmatic. You know, like mm-hmm. no one's like, oh, I can't convert you to Hinduism, fucking kill yeah, you, yeah, like you yeah. know, stuff like that. But uh, because they're also 
what what all of these other religions mostly have in common is they're not claiming to be the only religion that should ever be worshipped or you know, right, practiced, right, right, right? Right, right? That's the Abrahamic ones that are you yeah. know have that issue. But all or um, nothing. Yes, but um, oh, yes, um, <laughs> hard breadcrumbs. Oh shit. <laughs> um, yeah, Hinduism, soft breadcrumbs. Christianity, uh, Islam, Judaism, yeah. hard breadcrumbs. Ah, shit, breadcrumbs. Yes. Hard breadcrumbs. <laughs> oh, they're shit breadcrumbs. Yeah. I can't oh, digest shit. them. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which kind of works, too. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, shit. Hard bread. <laughs> this is a duck. Croutons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dropping croutons <laughs> on the ground. You can't give the ducks, you can't give the ducks ranch. Yeah. Come on, man. Um, but, uh, he thought it was his destiny. He thought he was this player, you know, like that he could, he was a player. No, but yeah, he thought yeah. he could, he knew he could do this and he knew it would cause lots of death, but that's a lot of what Hinduism's about. Jainism, Buddhism too. But it's like, again, Shiva is the God of both chaos and creation. Mm-hmm. They're the same person in their religion because you can't have creation without destroying a bunch of shit first and vice versa. Right, right. Kind of owning up to just the nature of humanity too, right? So, um, uh, oh, Brandenburg is like fully bought into the cyclical nature of this tech. That's what Oppenheimer thought too, that this technology, obviously he's he believed this was a history book and that this nuclear shit was on the earth at some point before. And Wilcock trips about this. He says, Oppenheimer himself believed that he was in a sense, fulfilling some ancient destiny, and that this weapon could ultimately use to stop a major war, which it did. In that sense, he was fulfilling his destiny from a supernatural force, i.e. extraterrestrial gods who influenced ancient India. Um, We go to the the Thar Desert in India, 1992. Soil samples are collected there. They're going to build something there or something. Uh, And there's a heavy layer of radioactive ash that's found just under the top layer. And... Praveen Mohan says that there's this whole fucking city they found underneath. I don't know if they fucking named the city. Um, they just named the area of the desert. But uh, the ash was dated. The radioactive particles were dated to eight to 12,000 years ago. Oh, boy. And medallion man William Henry has an amulet assertion. And he says, this was very interesting because the Sanskrit texts describe exactly this type of occurrence in this era in ancient times. So he's saying that the whole Brahmastra thing, which they go into for the billionth time, they've they have shown this picture of Brahma in a weird stance shooting this arrow up into this bow and right, arrow up right, into right. the sky, like you know. foot in fixing. Yeah. yeah, their feet are in this, like, you know, very weird 2D uh, perspective thing. Mm-hmm. But the Brahmastra is this weapon given to Brahma by the gods to end this great war with, like, evil gods or demons or something like that. And it's a nuke, right? It talks about how he shoots this thing. It's more powerful than a thousand suns. All the animals and people and plants exposed to it have the exact symptoms of radiation sickness, nails falling out, teeth right. turning white, falling out, hair falling out, like all the kind of Should sores. Screws. Exactly. You know, I mean, deck nails are just going to slip sometimes. Exactly. So, yeah. so um, <laughs> they, but again, they, they didn't have the capacity to know those things, exactly. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, again. To pre-drill those holes. Metal so to metal, wood to wood, yeah. as the great <laughs> Thrillin McGillan once told me. Exactly. As, uh, it does kind of look like McGillan. He does. <laughs> um, yeah, McGillan Gorillan. Yeah. Um, yeah, he... <laughs> Yeah, he was telling me that this keys for the security door, and it's silver colored, right. so it looks metal. Right. The bronze key, which kind of looks brown like wood, is for yeah. the wood front door. door. So metal to metal, <laughs> metal to metal, wood to wood, wood to wood. Not so a wood key. That's how I think of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a wood key. <laughs> that would have been for a fake door. Right. Um, but anyway, um, 
uh, Lane Little comes on, the little steampunk shit fucking asshole. I hate this guy. And uh, he, I'm not gonna even quote him or imitate him, yeah. but he, he basically says that the Brahmastra created the Thar Desert is the 19th largest desert in the world, and apparently it was a thriving area of India before it was a desert, and that it was the Brahmastra nuclear weapon that made it turned it into fucking sand, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, um, the next segment we go to Ranakpur, India, and the Chamaka Jain Temple. So this is the Jainist Jainism temple, right? Um, some cool facts about Jainism older than Hinduism, which is interesting. They have very similar religions, a lot of karma, a lot of a lot of reincarnation, but they worship different gods. They okay. also didn't mention any other. I was like, okay, right, whatever. Right. But um, it's kind of like a slight mix of Buddhism with Hinduism, even though Hinduism is very similar too. But um, this is the only. This is the segment I have the most trouble with because it's all about how this dome. Uh, this interior dome ceiling of this temple looks just like the Large Hadron Collider at CERN. Oh. And I'm like, it literally looks like every dome temple yeah. in dome. Italy and America yeah. and every fucking where else there's domed temples. And again, this temple was built during what is the European Renaissance, 15th, 16th century. And that is that is when the world is discovering domes, how they can be built and how, why they are strong, right? Right. And so a strong boy. Yeah. Uh, they're saying like like, oh man, like it's wheels within wheels here, and yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. there's there's lines going to the center. I'm like, yeah, they're fucking joists and braces, yeah, and like, yeah. I'm like come Again, on, guys. as math is equal and and always right. So are these parts and how you're going to build right. it, and all kind of well, come to that same. That conclusion. sounds like a Bible like like exactly. verse right all there. The pieces as of math. Is equal mm-hmm. and always. So are these parts, Max. my son. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you're, if you're you're gonna yeah. start doming something, <laughs> solo doming, yeah. huh? One uh, guy built that or thing. Or doming, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give me head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then that's how you're gonna do it. But right. it, you're all gonna end up at the same point of like, right. oh, this shape kind of makes more sense, yeah. and this distance between those parts, right? You know, again, basically, it's like they find out, oh, arches are really strong. What if we somehow intersected a bunch of arches in a right. circle and made it very strong in a three-dimensional space, right? right? right. So, because otherwise, one is going to be a bridge and one can be a big roof of a building, yeah. right? So, um, but it's dumb. It's like all it, it just looks like a classic kind of, I was like, by the logic they're using, technically a fucking wagon wheel looks like the Large Hadron Collider, right, right, you know? Right. But Wilcock fucking drips here and he says, you're seeing something that has a circular structure Bands within bands, rocking out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, bands within bands with lines all going toward the center. And I'm, I'm adding perpendicularly, right? Now, there is more than a passing similarity to what we are seeing in Large Hadron Collider at CERN. And it's just it's just so fucking weak. Like, it's so dumb. Like, circles inter- with a hub intersected by lines, is an, it's the wheel. It's extremely right, right, right. common, Such right? Such a wheel, yeah. Because... Such a wheel. Ex- yeah, so... Um, uh, they then go into for a, quite a while how particle accelerators work. I shouldn't have to explain it much here. In a nutshell, lar- lar- the Large Hadron Collider at CERN is accelerating particles to crash into each other at super, super fast speeds to try and micro-recreate the events just after the Big Bang so that we can learn about all the weird, spooky quantum science and how measure particles try and create, like, 
tachyons, right, that travel backwards and forwards in time because they're so tiny they don't have right. the laws of space-time, you know, whatever. So uh, Brandenburg, of course, explains the dangers in this. He's like, because we might not want to encounter some of the things that were there at uh, the Big Bang, you know, which yeah. makes sense. Um, they talk about Schrodinger of the cat uh, yeah, famousness, the uh, notoriety, and then Heisenberg uh, from Breaking Bad, the chemistry yeah. teacher. Uh, <laughs> um, talked about the Vedic text. The Vedic text predicted the fly in the episode, mm. where in the meth lab where they were c- cooking, as they called it in the show, um, Heisenberg was very OCD about the fly. Right. And the point of that episode was to show that you just can't control everything, even right. though you're There's a control always freak. Always a little bit of uncertainty. Classic, um, classic Doctor Ian Malcolm esque chaos theory from Jurassic Park, right? right? Um, but what's interesting about mentioning these guys. Heisenberg said uh, in like the early-ish 1900s, he's like, quantum theory shouldn't really seem strange to anyone that is schooled in the Vedic text, which is a really cool statement because he, he basically was saying these fucking Hindu guys got it. Like they understood that the world, that, as they described it, is, is uh, uh, when broken down to its smallest part, they called them truties. Um, right. And that's the equivalent of quantum particles, right? So uh, Wilcock drips again. And he says, the Hindu text in some way mirrors or foreshadows things that would come later. We have to look at the possibility that this is an endowment, again, uh, that has been given to us by these extraterrestrials for some greater divine purpose. He's big on the, these Hindu aliens were guiding humanity and yada, 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 right? I get it in this, it's repetitive, but I get it in this case because, again, we have lots of scientific evidence on this. So. Uh, from the primary source themselves, which is very rare. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the last little mini segment here is um, they talk about how now various schools in India are taking like the Vedic texts that are literally just written on palm leaves, and they're very carefully scan. They're digitizing them, right? They're creating them so even if those palm leaves burn fucking down, at least we'll have copies right, again, of them, right? Which totally makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And so yeah, and and but like all of my martial arts manuals and stuff, these manuscripts. All of them, or most of them, if not all, are being digitized as soon as they're found because they're like, right, we right. don't want you don't know when it's rain to happen and yeah, ruin yeah. this fucking. Thing or sometimes or, when they unearth something, it's like, oh, now fungus and bacteria are exposed and it just right. eats it away. Whereas fucking air causes it to crumble yeah, or something. Yeah. So, um, Brandon, it's, this is kind of a, a quick little couple of hits from our talking heads here. Brandenburg says, they're, 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 the last little segment is basically like, we should listen to the Vedic texts. Or else it's going to be bad, you know. And Brandenburg says, he burps too. He says, these texts should be consulted as we evolve into a world of so many unknowns. And by not consulting them, who knows, we may be missing something vital. And Medallia Man comes on and says, the Vedic texts offer the key to us to move forward as a race. Ignoring it could be the key to our own peril. I'm like, okay, it's getting a little dramatic. Yeah. Childress chimes in and finishes out here, says... We should try to learn what we can from them because this is the gods, the extraterrestrials, giving us this information. So the ancient astronaut theorists add nothing to this episode. I wish they would have just kept it to the scientists and the actual Hindu experts or whatever. But still, I like the focus. Named badly, but that doesn't change the content of the episode for the worse. Voices of the God. I totally thought. I literally had no idea. Right. I totally thought it was going to be sonic weapons or words of power, like like spells and things like that. Which actually, I don't know if there's been an episode about spells. I think spells have been mentioned once in a while, 
But not like but, verbalizing right. something like to manifest Like intent and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff, but magic with a K, of course. Right, right. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, it's also crazy, too, that how, as much as I loved Hellier the series, the the cast, you know, Greg, Dana Newkirk, and some of the other guys, uh, Connor, <laughs> which you haven't talked Connor. about in a while, yeah. Um, they're doing this daily paranormal quarantine on Patreon. Still? And I said, every fucking day. And it has now just become white noise on my Gmail that I right. have my Patreon thing on because I'm just like, this is too much to keep up with, you know? Now, there's been a couple of them that might be cool. We should probably, like, coalesce them in a few weeks yeah, yeah. and, like, figure it out. But because they have done some. A patron of their Patreon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have done some paranormal investigations, they've done some cave things as they've been comfortable enough to go out, you know? But. It's like they're all about magic and all that kind of stuff too, but because she's like a hedge witch and yeah. things like that, we're picking up some hedge witch on Wednesday too from modern time. Um, but uh, but anyway, it's crazy how I was so just incessantly fascinated with them, and then it's yeah. it's overload. It's like guys, right. this is too. You gotta much. have a yeah. If as there much was a, as you want it all, right. you still need to be like throttled, right? Because then you're just gonna burn out. Because it's a good. It was a. It's a nice empathetic kind idea to go hey for the for two months of quarantine because then everything will be fine like you're right they're like we'll have content for you every day right and it's like that's cool but that's a big promise to keep yeah. up with i'm fascinated to see how hell your season three which is he's confirmed is happening how this affects that like what's right. was all it already filmed right and like they're just editing? how much was done did is this going to delay it i don't know right because i remember on season two he's like yeah, we were doing one of our Patreon live streams in our private right. Facebook group. When I was like, now they're going to have, at this point, 97 like, yeah, of those already <laughs> to yeah. pick from, you know? So some of them are just watch parties or things like that, but still. Um, their fans, though, are as <laughs> annoying as the How Did This Get Made fans. Mm. How Did This Get Made is a huge just, podcast. Like, they're friends with everyone. and that is That is exactly the fucking yeah. thing, where I'm like, all of these people... Every single morning, the next day after the paranormal quarantine episode or whatever, yeah. everyone is already making memes of screenshots of the night before, and that's fine, I guess. Right. But it's if like you're hyper in that world, <clears throat> all they want is Greg to respond to them right. or Dana or, or whatever, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So where they had like that giant plug and yes. other things, <laughs> huge like, butt yeah. plug, Sibian <laughs> out there. Um, but um, Gross anyway. Snake says, I swear probing ancient aliens is never just white noise. Oh, well, and our fans you. are never annoying. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, never not. Exactly. Or never annoying. Yeah, they're always very, everyone's very yeah. polite. Yeah. No, no one started memes of us and whatever, but, you know, <laughs> hand, hand. Yeah, should uh, we start our own group? <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie Smith always says, hey, we all should do the oh, Discord right, right, for right, you. Right, right. Um, but uh, well, some of the other ones have like a Reddit. And I make, right. I feel like our our reach is bigger than some of those other ones that then have Reddit. Exactly. But I'm like, I know. how do you have a Reddit? And you're right. in there Because they don't need us like... to start a Reddit. Anyone can start a Reddit if they want. Yeah. The Discord is just, it just seems, I know it's just a chat room, but it's just another Reddit, basically. But it just seems complicated. Right. I don't know why. Charlie Smith, like, once every four months, he's like, hey, what about this? And I'm like, uh, yeah, we're looking into it. Just I don't enough. know, yeah. but I don't know what it is. I've never, right, I, right, I just got to right, try right, it out. Right. Actually, we should we should dip our toe in the Discord. Which is the Doughboys Discord and see what it's like and uh, just see oh, if just we even see what like it. Doing. But because yeah. because Nick Wagger's like I'm in there adminning and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So yeah. anyway, um, other than that, the next episode is season twelve, episode twelve, the Animal Agenda. So it's a big bestiality episode, a lot of Swedish uh, zoo porn things like that. Right, right, right. Um, early days of cable modem stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, other than that, uh, thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for listening to the show. Thanks for subscribing to the show. Uh, if you don't subscribe, hit that subscribe button. It's free, just like smiles are. <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash probingancientaliens, uh, where, again, you get at least two super full-length, usually super-sized podcasts every single month in addition to the standard shows. That's six, six shows from us every month if you're on that Patreon. Five bucks a month. Try it out. 50% more content. Exactly. Try out. I know, which everyone thinks means double. Right, right, right. Uh, try that out for five bucks. You can download everything you fucking want, listen to it, see if you like it. Or look at our Patreon peaks. Uh, go back in our podcast feed and look at the Patreon peak episodes. There's a couple of adventurous ghosts, a couple of probing deepers. And uh, we might also be on twitch.tv slash aliens like a lot of our fans are right now. Um, in the upcoming weeks, doing some of our more weird closet knowledge, Estes method, paranormal stuff. Extra bullshit. Being very extra as always. Yes. Uh, other than that, follow us on social media at Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook and Instagram, and at Probing Aliens on Twitter. Diddle Grump, if you're listening, I'll get back to your, your at Twitter. I'll get back to your at mentions in just a little bit. I'm very bad at Twitter. But other than that, bye. Bye. Oh, he's kind of cracker. Oh, we need a... Uh... Oh, bye. This one's great.